And this is our little podcast. About big plays. And here we have a special guest with us, Catherine Skillet. I'm oh. so nervous. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, she's Catherine Wright. Like, I literally cannot get in my brain. Whoa. Even though she's your sister, I'm proud of you. I almost, said, always I almost, I almost said Catherine Wright, but then I was like, wait, no. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> that is your name. <laughs> yeah, it's my name. How are you? I'm fine. I am having a great time with my sister-in-law and my bro. Aww. And this play... <laughs> What the crap? <laughs> yeah, this, this, this week we're talking about Harry Potter and the Cursed Child Part 1. It's Halloween! <laughs> Which I is always, wizards. I always do think of like Harry Potter and Halloween, I guess because of the first movie. Yeah. Halloween is a big deal in the book. In the book, yeah. yeah. October 31st holds a lot of significance. Yeah. Yes. For these, yeah, for this wizarding world, yes. I guess, for some reason. Well, Harry's parents died on Halloween. Right. They did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Halloween night, they yeah. died. Oh, and I didn't know that. nearly wow. headless snake died. That doesn't matter, though. But <laughs> he, did, he did die they on never... Halloween. Yeah. When did we learn that? Well, I don't know. I guess I... I didn't know that. Because no, they don't say true. that in the... Do they say that? I they guess don't they... say that in the play, but they say that in, in the first book. <sighs> well, they uncover their grave. They go to their grave in the, in the seventh book. It is definitely talked about... I can I, I can't tell you when. Well, I was just thinking. I was just thinking of in the first book, they become friends with Hermione on Halloween. That's when they save her from the troll. That it's is the night of correct. Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. That is correct as well. Yeah. yeah. So there is a lot of. Oh, I, I didn't even make big that moments. connection. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember figuring it out. Like, how old was Harry? And I remember having to think. Okay, he wasn't a three month old because mm-hmm. he's born July thirty first. Right. He's over a year old right. when they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so somehow I knew that October thirty first was the date, but yeah. I don't know when they talk about it. Oh, weird. I'm sure they do, and I trust you because Catherine is our Harry Potter expert. I read <laughs> those books over. And over, and over. That's amazing. Like I, I didn't. Wait, okay, what age were you? Yeah, third grade. When when you started, I went, yeah. the first three books came or like came out at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was in third grade when they came out, and by the end of fourth grade, I had read those three books like three times. Wow. Wow. Because I did not like um, grow up with them in grade school. Like that was always my mom and my older brother Steven's thing. Like they would go to the night that the book was released together, wait in line, you know, oh. and like, mm-hmm. and I always kind of want to be in on it, but they were more of like, that was their thing. And so I kind of felt outside the loop. So I didn't actually start reading them until uh, high school after I'd seen some of the movies. And then I was like, okay, family, the rest of us, we're going to make a book club. We, oh. It was called Order of the Marauders. I had book <gasps> no quizzes way. for them. That is so I had binders. <laughs> I would test them if they had read it. I was all in because I always wanted to read it. And so, and I literally, I had this lollipop when I was in Willy Wonka and I decorated the other side, Order of the Marauders, and I would like turn it around when it was the book club time. Whoa. <laughs> like, it was one summer, I read all of them. And I'm uh-huh. so glad it was like that. And they were like all that. out by that They time. were all out by that time. And I'm so glad it was like that for me personally, just because like I got the full story and I was so like, because I Did, hate oh waiting on things. That's yeah. just me personally. Did so you, like, yeah. Okay, so by the time you had read them, all the movies had come out. No, it was just right before the seventh that I could seventh finish. Part one. Yeah, seventh. Yeah, seventh part one. Got it. Got it. Got it. So mm-hmm. I could read all of that. Um, I remember. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, I remember, oh my gosh, the day the cover of the seventh book was revealed, I was in, like, seventh grade, <gasps> and it was, like, like our our English teacher was, like, a huge nerd about Harry Potter, and she, like, loved it, and we were all, like, we were, like, oh my gosh, it's out, it's out, and she, like, put it up on the screen and stuff, and we were, like, whoa, like, what is it? Is and then, like, we, like, scrolled, she, like, scrolled over to, like, because, like, on the seventh book, it's, like, Harry reaching for something, and we're, like, whoa, where is he? And then, like, Voldemort's, like, over to the side, yes, and, like, we're all trying so to, like, funny. uncover it and, yes. like, crack, like, whoa, where is he? Is he in the Great Hall at Harry, in Hogwarts? Where, what's going on? That is so, I forgot that the covers used to come out before, and you would yeah. have, like, when the fourth came out, and there were these new people, like, Crumb and... And, and, and Cedric, and yeah, Cedric, and you were like, who are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Where's Ron and Hermione? Yeah, and like, I never even like went, <sighs> so cool. I never even like went to a midnight Neither release of I. a book. We you never allowed. did? I never went to a midnight release. Yeah. Sad. My, I was supposed to it's go okay. I don't think it would have been my scene. I guess not. <laughs> there would have been a bunch of nerds there. Like my mom <laughs> and my brother. Literally, that's where <laughs> they went. And I was supposed to go with them one time and I was like, okay, wake me up. And my mom's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was asleep, and she she claims she went in there. She saw me sleeping so peacefully, and she's like, uh, "I don't know. She hasn't even read any of them with us." It's fine. <laughs> I was, like, was that for the last one? No, 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 no. It was earlier on. Okay. I was trying and to these like get these were not just for any yeah. old reader, right? Or like anyone, right? And I considered myself more of a snob than a nerd. Mm. Like I had. You scholarly opinions right. about I, I didn't but you like don't <laughs> like you would like we had this trivia game for only the first Harry Potter book yes and Catherine <laughs> it was and it, it was crazy because it was like Trivial Pursuit but only for one book of Harry Potter uh-huh. and so it was like the most in-depth questions that you could ever the most have minuscule details. minuscule details and Catherine would dominate us like in everything that's so powerful every answer <laughs> Meredith, Meredith and Will thought they had me when they said, describe the key to Harry's vault at Gringotts. And they thought they had me. And it was like, it was like a not, it was like, <laughs> we're not even going to give you multiple choice. Tiny golden. <laughs> Wait, those are the only adjectives she yes. uses to describe them? Oh. Yes. Insane. Oh my God. That's incredible. <laughs> I wow I wow honestly uh, I love that I I think I read the first three books that's so funny because those are my least like times. favorite oh sure like later I would mm-hmm. say my the fifth one was my favorite because it had the most information that wasn't in the movie so mm-hmm. like it felt like a real like a new story to me since the I had fifth read, one the fifth one because I had already seen the movie and so I'm like okay every oh other book oh pretty yeah. much lines I, with it uh, and that one didn't the fifth one much. yeah it goes well they had to trim it down so much because right. they took Huge the lo- they took the longest book and turned it into the shortest movie right which is crazy and so that's they, why I love that one crazy the fifth book is like all it seems it gets it it's gets, all leading up to the sixth it feels like to me mm. and it's still so long yeah. That's so good. Something like, I don't know. I love, I I do, yeah, I do love the fifth one because it is, there there is like so much like, like, I don't know, like obviously like Voldemort's already back and like, but like, it's that whole like plot of like nobody believes him, and, yeah. and I think Harry that's super. So that's super yeah. compelling. He's like this Byronic hero. Yeah, that really comes. Ooh, to that was an yeah. English word. Oh wow. my gosh! Shut up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Catherine, were you an English major? <laughs> I was. <laughs> Thank you. 
Um, no, but yeah, I love the fifth one. Um, and I love the, I like the, I think my, what's, what's your favorite book? The a third. book, not movie. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So in, we're going to keep this separate. At, nah, at no point will I talk about the movies like they're legitimate. Really? Obsessed. No movie talk. Okay. In this podcast. Amazing. Like I'm already but wait, we do have to bring losing. it up a little bit, but okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, I will. Okay. Slut. What was the question? What's your favorite? Which was your favorite? <laughs> oh, book? okay. So I'm just trusting that not many people listen to this podcast because my password for everything wow. in the internet <laughs> is HP and then the order of the books in the one, two, three, four, five, six, no, seven. No, no, no. In, in my favorite, order. like favorite from. Like, oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. So wow. my, it goes three, four, one. Oh, okay. Six, five, two, seven. Seven's your least favorite. Seven is my least, least favorite. favorite. Isn't that crazy? Do you do you hate and two comes so do late. you hate the ending like of like the whole thing? Like you hate the ending. The by the time the seventh book was written, I was such a purist, and the hey, what does that mean in terms of Harry Potter <laughs> lore? Like, what's a purist? Because like I love it. Even J.K. Rowling herself could not give me what I wanted. Okay, and. Oh. The seventh book felt too much like a contrived, like she was trying too hard, it felt like to me. That's why it ended up in the last place. Maybe mm. if I read it again. I haven't read it in a couple of years. I should I should reevaluate. But <laughs> it didn't satisfy me at the yeah. time that it came out. I was I was disappointed. Wow. I, okay, interesting. No, I get that. I love, I think like the with the ending of it, it's like I really like his confrontation with Voldemort in the Forbidden Forest, and I like that is fantastic. Yeah, I really yes. like that, and I really like King's Cross and kind of like what happens there. But then everything after that, where it's just like this big battle mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like that's mm-hmm. not as satisfying. I don't mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, think the it, most insane part, and I kind of realized this as I was reading the play, is like this whole story that she's made up where this huge war takes place at this children's boarding school. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> the world, the whole world of Harry the whole Potter. The is obsessed with this children's boarding school. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, well the world live... is small. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's a very small That's very world. true. It's a, it is a small community of, like, yeah. of wizards in England. Yeah. Because Harry, even when he is in the wizarding it's like that 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 line like everyone seemed to know each other yeah i don't remember what he's describing is it the leaky cauldron and like or maybe because like because if you do think about it it's like how many kids are in Mm -hmm. harry's class honestly yeah of hogwarts it's It's like like, it's like maybe house yeah yeah, there's not a lot like that and so and yeah and so that makes sense that like there's not going to be a ton of there's not a lot of wizards in england Mm mm-hmm Right, right. So the school... Because if you think about it, because, like, Hogwarts is, like, the... Well, maybe it's, like, the best wizarding school in England, or is it the only wizarding school? I feel like it's the only one. It's it's unclear. Because in in the play when Delphi's like, yeah, I got really sick, and I couldn't go to school, and it's just, like, that was her only option. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) There was no other, like, oh, too bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So, So I don't know. That kind of dawned on me, like, during this, so I was like, whoa, that's weird. I mean, they have slavery and yeah. they it's a messed are up world super preg- like yeah definitely and they all like just like carry around guns all the time basically <laughs> in the form of wands yeah. and they're like yeah i could murder you at any point yeah with this and like i guess i would get caught but like you're gonna like you know it's it's yeah. a it's a qu- it's a crazy world and they're just like you're 11 here's a gun yeah it's <laughs> yeah it's kooky yeah it's cuckoo 
But but it, I, I it's like it's it super works. it's a super fun world that she created. Everyone right. wants to be in that world. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Oh yeah. It's I don't know. It's so fun. But I get how you could get upset. Like I think I was just so like wanting to like finally know Harry Potter when I was reading them. So I was kind of just like along for the ride. Even though, like, I get that impassioned or like that passionate response because I have that for like everything else now. But for some reason, I was like, yeah, no, this totally makes sense for set part mm-hmm. seven or whatever. Yeah. I, the only reason I was mad is that they split it up into two movies, and I was like, Pointless. that's stupid. That's oh, so the stupid first for movie. how short oh, it was. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Big to differ. Oh. I think oh, okay. Harry Potter, <laughs> the seventh seventh part one, is the best Harry Potter movie. That what? Yeah, it is. It is. I don't respect that. Opinion. It is the best one. <laughs> I apologize. Now I realize it's very light on plot, but like, it's, acting. It's, it's pretty acting. Well, like, what are you referring to? Like, if it's light on plot, like, what makes it so great? It is. It gives you. Uh, I think it puts you into Harry and Ron and Hermione's shoes. Like that. Like it gives you like the best perspective and like the best. Like you really like go on a journey with them mm-hmm. throughout. Because like it's very very isolating for them. Mm-hmm. They're like going from place to place, getting chased by these people. I did hate They're, Harry less you, I, in that yeah, movie. You, yeah, you you develop like the sense of empathy for the entire wizarding yes. world, where like everything kind of like all hope is lost. Yes, Dumbledore's dead. Spoiler alert. You know, <laughs> Ron leaves like the trio that you yeah. thought was is like being broken by their yeah the difficulty of their task. I right. yeah, I love that movie. <clears throat> it's a good movie, I would say. But did it need to exist by itself? On Couldn't no. the it could have been a it could have been a three and a half really good it could have yeah. been a three and a half hour movie and people would have probably been fine, fine with it. yeah you know oh yeah people are obs- i mean like we're all obsessed like i would have watched it yeah. for like five hours i mean look at this plate it is two parts yeah how does that work oh my gosh <laughs> i have no idea i think maybe they show part one and then you come back later in the day and see part two i'm not positive but that i feel might like it be. i think yeah it is. or i feel like maybe it's like a two-night event maybe okay so who does that no one I mean, we have to buy there's two only, tickets. There's been yeah. other plays like that, but like, no, that's like of the newer times of like this modern period. There's not really another play like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I thought that was weird because, and I feel weird not finishing it. Oh, I know. Me too. Yeah. Super cliffhanger. Yeah. Super cliffhanger. Italy. Well, so. also we need to tell you, Will, so we are getting to the last chapter and oh, he yeah. finished because he's a quicker reader than I am. Um, he finished before me and he was like, Sarah, I don't want you to read the last chapter. I want Catherine and I to explain it to you because of how stupid it is. <laughs> oh, so it's, I, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. So okay. you're going to do that. Prepare that later. What yeah, else do you want to say about Harry okay. Potter? Just that I can't like Harry Potter is inseparable from my childhood because sure. it became the only book that I cared about. And it was the springboard for a lot of relationships. It's oh. basically wow. my relationship with my closest cousins, like yeah. playing Quidditch uh, together and just talking oh, about the yeah. books for hours. Yeah. Like Playing yeah. the, the first Harry Potter video game. The video game, oh my gosh, so scary. So <laughs> great <laughs> video game that. though. Like Good I think that, yeah, sure. oh my gosh. Yeah. Was, we never we got past it... the Bloody Baron. No, we scary. never beat it. Yeah. Would love to revisit that one. So I, I couldn't handle video games as a kid. I was so scared. And we played. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Even the Toy Story video game, I got I got scared. Remember oh, that? Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> Remember that Toy Story video game? The slime monster. Oh my gosh. That's the mob boss. Okay. Um, Sorry. No, it's okay. And it was like my extracurricular activity was Harry mm, Potter. Yeah. And um, yeah, the, the slowness of the books coming out, like drew it out through my entire. So like from age, you know, eight. 
to 15 or 16 they were coming out and so every and just the friends i made in high school like how did we hit it off we started talking about harry potter yeah it was such a cultural like it was just such a big thing yeah it was crazy no that's true it was and so i my i've been collecting the illustrated versions that are coming out slowly oh yeah so far it's one through four so i've been reading them and it just doesn't satisfy me like it used to like it used to and part of it is because the books don't smell correct so it it's is different just kind of paper incredible it's and the yes it's a different i mean obviously the paper is different <laughs> well it's like that glossy paper instead yes. of the, oh okay because it's the, Ellis. okay got yeah, it, got yeah. It, got it. no but i felt like um kind of how it didn't oh hi harvey came to join us um I did feel when I was reading her writing and it felt so cheesy during this play and I was like, wow, this is crazy. Um, and I was just like, but, you know, when I was younger and I like totally ate it up and like everything. So I feel like it hits even different because of like the type of writing. It was like children's books and it was yeah. that. And so you right. go back and you're like, I don't know. I, I think there's a, you know, a more mature, intelligent way you could have expressed like this character's journey. And then you're like, yeah. well, wait. Cause and that, that does piss me off in this play because well, for so, plays, it's supposed to be a little bit higher than. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, as a kid day. reading them, like you do kind of take everything at face value. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's what happened. And then like going back as an adult, you're like, wait a second, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah. And you're like critiquing like mm-hmm. all of her decisions and stuff. Right. Like that's what, like I don't yeah, know, that's what re- happens like with Star Wars sometimes. It's right. like it's like well, well pff, that doesn't make any sense or whatever. No, we grew up along with Harry. Yeah, and yeah. 100%. Now we're just critics. Yeah. yeah. Now we're just critics. Now we're just creating podcasts about him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the fan fiction universe that I discovered. Because oh it, yeah, you got know, really into that. Okay, so there's this one fan fiction. I swear it's <laughs> oh better gosh. than the books. <laughs> and incredible. it came out it came out when uh right after the fourth book. So we were waiting on five, six, seven and anyway. That was like a big part of it that like people would write these fan fictions about it and it was just like this kind of new thing where you could like write your own version of the story and like put it out there on the internet for anyone to read and I so wrote it was, one. and Catherine wrote one. Oh my gosh! No, do you have I wrote it? one. I just that it was supposed to be the year that they turned sixteen, and so it was like summer. Harry was at the Dursleys, and Hermione and Ron drive up in a convertible. Nice. <laughs> and like, they get go, in. Yeah, get in Potter. Get in loose. <laughs> We're, We're going, going shopping. shopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's summertime, baby. Yeah. Uh, it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I was excited about it. <laughs> uh, but I, I do remember you would read those. You would like just read on the computer, just reading fan fiction of Harry it's Potter. It's called After the End. And Google it. It is stupendous. It is. <laughs> is it a continuation of like after book seven? No, it. Oh, it okay. Yes, after. yes, yes. It technically they have they're like done with Hogwarts and it's after the war and it Got just it. me it just the plot bridges is about, the gap yes the plot is it's a post Voldemort world and they're trying to rebuild their society basically okay. and Harry uh is like trying to figure out who he is when he's not if he's not fighting Voldemort who is he Ooh. little see that's an interesting story yeah. 
And we'll I get love into that. that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because this, this is so okay. Should <laughs> should we talk about J.K. Rowling? We should talk about is it J.K. Rowling. Or rolling? It's rolling, rolling like bowling. Really? It is. Thank you. There it is. Thank you. Harry Potter expert. Yep. Coming in clutch. But she was actually born Joanne Rowling. Great. Yeah. Because we live in a misogynistic world, which I will get into later. What? So, Joanne Rowling, better known as her pen name, J.K. Rowling, is a British writer and philanthropist, obviously. I, she has, you know, she's still alive and rocking and rolling, and she's currently living in Scotland with her children and her second husband. So, there's a lot of information on her. This is her only play she's ever written. Um, obviously, we know, like, she's written a bunch of... Harry Potter novels. She's also written a novel called The Casual Vacancy under the pseudonym Robert Galbraith. <laughs> and it's um, the crime fiction uh, Cormoran Strike, which is like a series. Um, and then also The Ichabog was a political fairy tale for children that came out. So cool. she's written a few other works other sure. than Harry Potter. Did you guys read Casual Vacancy? No. I never no. did. Maybe, I remember when it came out. I. Yeah. It was like a big deal. Yeah. But no one seemed to like it. I Be guess it was, it. Yeah. it was not it was not well received. I guess. I mean, how could how do you follow up? How, you can't like with your fans. I like I just feel like it was kind of a a, yeah. a bad idea. From the I've always wanted to, <laughs> to ask like, her like why else. not yeah. just stick with Harry? Potter. I'm sure she yeah. has she other can. ideas. Right. But, yeah, I guess it might be. You don't want to be trapped. Kind of limiting, yeah. Yeah, because she's also written obviously for the films of uh, Fantastic Beasts and kind of explored. A little bit that, more of that world. Yeah, that's a know. whole different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could have a whole separate podcast on those movies. Oh, oh yeah. My gosh. Um, but J.K. Joanne, she was born in Yate, uh, Gloucestershire, and um, <laughs> she worked as a researcher and a bilingual secretary for Amnesty International after she graduated from university. Um, and that's where she conceived the idea for Harry Potter on a delayed train from Manchester to uh, London. Wrote it down the on the story. napkin. When did she, did she really write it down on a napkin? She wrote like the first few chapters of how they would kind of map out. And that's kind of where it, it wasn't like the whole book. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. I heard in an interview she gave, she was like, I don't know where the idea that I had write it on napkins. I could afford paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she does not talk like that. <laughs> I could afford paper. Well, and there was another one where... You know, because um, if you've heard that story, then you know she kind of grew up from more, like, humble beginnings. Um, her family was, like, not wealthy by any means. Um, and she had a younger sister who was born when she was 23 months old. And um, But she frequently wrote fantasy stories for her sister and, like, kind of wanted to entertain her. And that's where, like, her, like, um, the novelist in her emerged. Um and she loved this one book that was given to her great aunt when she was a young teenager called Hans and Rebels. And it was an autobiography by Jessica Mitford. And that, like, heroine in that became, like, her obsession. Rowling was like, hmm. I love her. I want to, like, make stories with, like, someone that strong and, like, of that personality. So she kind of focused on that, and she became very intrinsic and says that when she was a teenager, she was, like, very unhappy, and her home life was, like, complicated. Her mom had, like, scoliosis and had a strained relationship with her dad. So she just felt, like, very isolated, and she kind of channeled all those feelings of when they started when she was 11, and that's how she came up with the character of Hermione. So there's, like, many things from her life that um, obviously bled into Harry Potter, and I'm going to kind of... That's what I'm going to hit on, because I think those are the most interesting things. Like, 
Um, her best friend, Sean Harris of the Upper Sixth, uh, he owned a turquoise Ford Angelia, which is what inspired the flying version of it in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, <laughs> which is like so fun. Um, she started listening to rock music like The Clash, The Smiths, and The Susie Sue. And she adopted the look of the latter, which is like comb back hair, black eyeliner. And she would like still sport that look going into university. I don't know. Mm. I just like that Did image that... of JK oh, <laughs> being oh, a oh, rebel, oh. you know? Oh, she was for sure. Oh, yeah. In the 80s or whatever. Right. Um, so then after university, that's when she became a secretary. And she um, had moved in with like her then boyfriend and then, you know, gave birth to like a child. And she was like very you know, very poor, kind of, like, making ends meet, and her mother died from scoliosis, like, a few years after, like, during that time, so it was kind of, she was still writing Harry Potter, but it was, Mm. it was just a very, like, hard time in her life, and so she said she channeled a lot of, like, that energy and that losing her mother, like, affected the character who she developed, like, in Harry, Mm -hmm. of just, like, that sadness and that loneliness, um, comes through and Mm -hmm. she everything she felt in her life at that point and and even as it went on and years after her mother she could like still channel that and she saw herself like as a failure during that time even when she was writing like the dementors are also like how she viewed like her career and like everything kind of being stripping like away from her hopes and dreams and stuff yeah um and so that's when um and she was also diagnosed with clinical depression and like contemplated suicide and so that kind of bled into the dementors as well Hmm. um so she signed up for welfare benefits because she was really like so poor and so destitute and she was trying to sell her book as much as she could because she had finally finished it um the first one first harry potter and so um and she was rejected by eight different publishing houses and then she was accepted by a publishing house um barry cunningham from bloomsbury um and they bought it for 1500 in advance and they were like what yeah yeah and she was like you can't go under joanne rolling because no boys will want to read a book that's written by a woman and so that's when she took up the name jk rolling k kathleen is her middle name yeah and because then you know the gender would be kind of more not as obvious which weird. sucks um <laughs> that is weird yeah. That's just so weird Sad. because you all you have to do is like look find it up out. for two seconds. I mean, on the back, it doesn't it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's so <laughs> annoying. It's so like horrific to me. But that's you know she kind of became world we live in. exactly. So that's why she adopted J.K. Rowling. That's not what she goes by. She actually goes by more like Joanne, obviously, and other pseudonyms that she's kind of chosen to kind of spite other people that are. Um, so she just likes choosing a plethora of names. All right. Um, but, you know, and then obviously it went on to be a great success. Uh, Harry Potter is she's like a, a national or world phenomenon. Yeah, she is the first billionaire author. Um, really? But for, and Forbes named her one. But she was like, no, I'm not a billionaire because I've donated so much in- to charity. And so she lost her billionaire status. <laughs> but at one point, well, she did hit that before she donated. And she did help write sense. the screenplays. Uh, actually, Steve Cloves wrote the screenplays for All But the Fifth film, which I thought was interesting. All But the Fifth. Yeah. Like even, even, okay. Yeah. So she helps in the writing process, but he was like the, um, I don't know, champion of it. 
And she would tell the actors certain secrets about their characters before they came out in the books. That is so cool. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, like, the, Snape, the Snape one especially yes. was the big one, I mm. remember. Yeah. And Daniel Radcliffe asked if, like, Harry had a death scene or was going to die. And she was like, you had a death scene. But she didn't, like, reveal, like, you would come back or anything. But he just knew, like, okay, I do die. So mm-hmm. I think that's really cool because it kind of helps the actor – you know, like, lead into, like, Mm. their storyline and give a better story for their audience if they kind of know, like, even if it's, like, bare bones, it's still, like, okay, I can kind of plan ahead for this journey and know what this character is going to go on. So I do respect that. But, yeah, that's basically her. Right now she's enjoying Scotland with her kids and, like, her, I don't know, her second husband and then recently wrote this insane play that went up. Oh, shoot. When did this play go up? I don't know. It was, like, two years ago. No, No, it was longer. It was longer ago. Um, It was... This was published in... Oh, no. It was first... uh, Yeah, it was first printed in 2017, and so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Copyright 2016, I guess. So, (laughs) I don't know when it... Yeah, so I guess the most... Like, two two West End seasons ago, it it went up. I would love to see this on stage, because... All I could say Everything is... Everything that's expected. <laughs> wow. The, the budget that must exist for this play. Well, I've heard... Yeah, that's one say. thing is that I've heard the, the special effects that they use are crazy and it's like really, really cool. That is... I'm sure it is. It's I'd awesome. be fascinated. Yeah. That yeah. would be the one reason I go. Because like... Right. Like, that would be yeah. it. So yeah. should we get into this? Should we get into the summary? Think... and like, Because like the reason... I mean, like I was going to say like, well, why did she write the play? And I'm like, well, the reason is money probably. And she... <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, like, she I, had a de- she's going into, like, a different medium, which I appreciate. Like, bringing the story of Harry Potter into, like, the theater realm. Like, that's cool if it was done well I or written well. I think Great. that this could have made an okay novel follow-up. <laughs> no. I think it kind of almost needed that because sometimes I think the beginning, the like, the setup for the main plot is so rushed in this. I felt that right? it's, like... I wish that she it's either... Like, I think she should have turned, like, went in order and, like, turned each book into a play. That would have been interesting. No or, way. No, no, no. Or do, done something, a story totally separate. But I don't think she should have continued on the story with a play. I think that was the wrong Like, move. this is more canon Harry Potter. Yes. But it's a play. It's a play. It's weird. And why? Yeah. It's weird. Why? And it's weird because she's not... Will and I kind of talked about this just when we were, like, before we even read it. We were, like, we're interested to see because she is a novelist. And that was one of, like, the big critiques that people said when they saw the play of, like, she's not a playwright. And it is, like, a well, different skill. It, it says here on the cover. and The story is by J.K. Rowling. The play was actually written by Jack Thorne. But I think she even has, like, a novelist thing in mind. Yeah, so where Jack, Thorne's, Jack Thorne's task here of creating it into a play was really, really, probably really difficult because it, it does almost read like a novel. Yeah, especially I, her stage directions. I guess our conclusion is you got to read it. You it's do have strange. to read it. Yeah. And it's widely available. You got to pay for it. But, um, and I think they will um, eventually adapt this into a movie once the original cast of the movies oh is a little gosh. older. Give them, give them five really? years. Give them five years. They will 100% make this into a movie. Yeah. Oh, they for sure could. Five, maybe Because 10 years. that's what it reads like. You know, J.K. Rowling <laughs> gets a lot of criticism for like th- people think she's money hungry but i think the world is harry potter hungry well yeah That's they're true. not willing to let it go yeah and i yeah i don't falter for that i think she could literally 
write so much and she could write about other characters. And, like, there's so many, like, opportunities. And I just think this was a bad move. Okay. <laughs> I still Maybe. think she's talented. Maybe. I just don't think she should have, like, done after, right after, like, the last one ended in yeah. a play. Yeah. Um, and we're coming at it. I mean, the introduction by Jack Thorne and John Tiffany, they say outright, go see this play. Reading the script is like looking at a piece of music that you can't, like you, you can't hear the yeah. symphony. You can just look at the notes and yeah. it's not the same. Hmm. Right. And I, and so, you kind of get that because it's like, that's why the special effects and everything, like the magic, I'm sure I'd be way more enthralled if I saw like, even when they go to like the old witches and yes. wizards. Because like, the stage yeah. directions are like, there's magic everywhere. Yeah. And, like, and it's that's hard to incredible. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, sure. all right. I this, don't know. <laughs> this is magic. Yeah. So it's like, okay. So I get that, but right. basically the plot um, okay yeah so we got the plot yeah yeah it picks up right where the seven one leaves off in fact the, it includes the same dialogue the first scene is the is the epilogue of the seventh book that is yes. correct and i was so mad about that me too i was like why, even why put would it you in? waste this time like literally you could end with the kids are leaving even if you end with them leaving on the train they're standing right there and it's like you think you'll be okay won't you that's way more like enticing than like all right, you know who you're named after, son. You're named after Albus Dumbledore. You are named after two separate uh, headmasters of Hogwarts. It's just like acting like your audience is an idiot. Yes, and there's a lot in the show where they are explaining what happened in the books, and Mm -hmm. it is so awkward. Like, Albus says to Scorpius, you know what happened in the Triwizard Tournament, right? Yes! And Scorpius is like, everyone knows yeah and i'm like and i'm like and at the same time i'm like does everyone know that does everyone know what happened in the triwizard tournament in the second task right like probably not actually oh my common knowledge i mean like i'm sure it is to so okay so the 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 plot here we go so we've got the the main character is is albus potter who is harry's middle child right correct and classic middle child classic very middle angsty child. boy he's like he no gets, one understands yeah me. and he i hate you having you as a dad it start. yeah he hates having harry as a dad he, it starts with him going to hogwarts his first year and he gets immediately sorted into slytherin and becomes friends with draco's son scorpius correct they are like super best friends and yes. so that's like super and it, best friends. and it's so and it, cute i love scorpius he's oh my god so cute yeah so scorpius can i keep going yeah, yes go okay. Scorpius is uh, in a world of hurt because there are rumors flying around, mm-hmm. and this is where it gets crazy. Rumors flying Psycho. around that his true father is Lord Voldemort. How? By the use of a time turner. Draco and his wife Astoria couldn't have children, and they wanted the family like the Malfoy name to, name live, to on. live on. Yeah. They send Astoria back in time with a time turner. Astoria <laughs> has sex with Voldemort, conceives his son and Love brings. Who even it... know what creature Voldemort is? TV, you know, like, right? <laughs> like I always work? pictured Voldemort as like a Ken doll. Yeah. Yeah. Down there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. 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 Literally. And like, like what and like okay to be fair to be fair i didn't hate that part i didn't hate the setup of like yeah albus hates his dad and scorpius there's like vicious rumors about scorpius i think i hated that part that part sure that part on its own i was like yeah i can get that and like that's 
intriguing to me and yeah let's go game on for the rest of the story i thought it was weird i thought it was weird i mean it's thought... weird but it was like it's interesting and that certainly i could see that okay happening. okay okay yeah, sure but i don't even know no because i don't think it fits into who like jk left draco as at the end of the seven well but well, nobody draco has nothing to do with it nobody know the general public it's a the... rumor yeah, it's a, well, rumor, it's a rumor, and the and the and the Wizarding World doesn't understand Draco's character arc. That's true. We so I as guess, the reader do. You're right. You're oh, right. You're right. Because right. I was like, if it if it did happen, which we don't know, because maybe in uh, Act Three and Four it gets wild, and maybe that does turn out to be true, and we just don't I know it. But kind of <laughs> doubt it. You but, know, because yeah. we're left like not knowing. So. so Scorpius is the sweetest kid. He's so sweet and kind and cute. He's and a awkward. Cutie. Yeah, and awkward. Yeah. He's yep. like. Uh, okay, so Scorpius He's like is Neville. Great. Albus, that's, if Neville was charming. Yes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So he's as cute as can be. Albus and Scorpius are friends. Albus is wrestling with the fact that he looks like his father and yep. is absolutely nothing like him. He can't play Quidditch. Mm-hmm. Right. He's bad at spells, basically, yeah. and he's in Slytherin. Right. And meanwhile, Hermione is the minister for magic. Yeah. Which I was, was like, crazy. Queen, get sure, it. I was Absolutely. honestly very happy about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I was yes. like, yeah. But yeah. she's only Mary, like. You just be in charge of defense. She's only like, <laughs> like she's only like 40 at this point. Correct. Mm-hmm. They are in their early 40s. Early 40s, yeah. for sure. Um, Harry is the head of the ma- of magical law enforcement and Ron runs. runs a joke shop, which is so stupid. Yeah, Ron, Ron is- could be way more. In the fan fiction aforementioned, he is a lawyer. And it makes so much sense because in the third book, Ron takes care of Buckbeak's case so well. He researches uh, everything for Hagrid. Uh, he sends Hagrid off yeah. to court with all these great notes, and like, there's no way they can convict Buckbeak, and they do. I thought that was Hermione who did that. Ron worked tirelessly at really? that case. So he should oh, have been a lawyer. That. Read after the end. Instead, cool. Ron is actually, in fact, running the joke shop with George, I presume. And and he's like a non-character. He's like not in it. She basically turned Ron into George and Fred because everyone loves George and Fred, like their relationship. But like, I guess. Ron but it is felt so much like more. that. Ron is so he much is more. He is so much Ron, more. And, and yeah, I just he, felt like I wasn't even reading Ron. I was like, this isn't Ron. He's what is a, happening? He's a big goofball. He's yeah. a big goofball. He's got stupid dad But jokes. you know, maybe that's okay because Ron always hated... I mean, Ron was always against like the, the, I don't know, the adventures, the danger (laughs) and the like, yeah, the adventures they had to go through were hard on Ron and he wanted peace and quiet and to be with his family and he wanted to protect. So he's like relieved the war is over. He wants nothing to do with it. He's like, we're done. And I'm running a joke shop because I love my life. I sure. Guess. sure. Sure. And I and I, I always just... and I always like have trouble separating Ron from the movies and Ron from the books. I have because like because Ron from the movies is like very different and like not they, he's like they wrote Ron incorrect. Yeah, yeah in the yeah, movies so. and I think yeah. Rupert Grint to... did a great job with Ron mm-hmm. what they gave him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he I, but he's really not much of a factor in the movies. Yeah, it's Harry and Hermione yeah. against right. everyone, and Ron is kind of the there following sure. and being anyway. against it. Read the books. <laughs> okay, so we've. <laughs> Um, so Harry is the so Hermione's so the minister, right? Or Harry Hermione. is magical law enforcement, yep. and, and the Time Turners are. They've all been destroyed. They are key. They were destroyed in the Department of Mysteries battle in the fifth book, yes. which I don't. That's in the book, right? That is. Yes. They smashed the cabinet. And I they totally all don't remember shattered. that. Great. Um. So Amos Diggory makes an appearance. He barges into Harry Potter's household and says. You know, my son, Cedric. Bring back Robert Pattinson to life. We all want it. We all want it. We all wish he wasn't dead. <laughs> We're upset. Bring him back. 
So Amos wants Harry to yeah. use the one time Turner that has apparently been discovered by the ministry yeah. to right. bring back his son, Cedric. Harry's like, do you have any idea what, how bad of an idea that is? Yeah. yeah. And he says, no. Should I keep going? Well, um, here's the thing. I, I think he yeah. explained it like the classic yeah. Harry of just being like a prideful idiot where he like doesn't even he's just like, no, it doesn't exist. No, and it's just well, like Well, I don't think it's honestly I, I think he made the right call in not telling Amos that it was that it still exists cuz he cuz it turns it, out that Harry has found they do have they have single. just confiscated a, a single time turner. So they do have one. Right. No, but I'm just saying even if he lied to him and said, he could have like comforted him in a way where it's like, yeah, do you know what this could do to everyone? You know how much right. this could change yeah. history what you're asking? Like he could have explained it more rather than like I don't know what you're talking about. That's right. crazy. Get right. out of my home. You know, like right. yeah. And to think Ugh. about and to think, <laughs> to think about how many times you would have to turn the time turner in order to go back 22 years. Yeah, isn't it like half an hour? It's half, half an hour hours. every turn or whatever, <laughs> and so you would end up turning it for like four days and trying to which trying would, to get back 22 years, yeah. which would be crazy. And Harry, so Harry should just be like, man, that's too many turns. Yeah, yeah. man, I can't <laughs> no do that. that. That's crazy. Exhausting. Um, <laughs> I can't. Okay. I digress. And then, um, sorry, Ron and Hermione have a child named Rose who, yeah. um, I, I don't know. I do think that was also a missed opportunity that they could have explored more because Rose seems like, I don't know, I, I was interested in her journey of finding herself and accepting the Slytherins as they were rather than, you know, just being, I'm Gryffindor and I only speak oh, to Gryffindors. She, yeah, true, you know, Yeah, she's true. a bit of a snob. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And so she's, her and Albus are cousins. How are they cousins? Are they because family Ginny friends? Because Ginny and Ron Oh, right, are right, right, right. So I'm an idiot. Yeah. Oh, Harry and Ginny are married. Oh, did we expect this? Sure. Yay. Do we hate it? Yeah. I hate Ginny. No, no, no. I only hate no. Ginny because of the movies. <sighs> the movies, that is not Ginny. That is not who Ginny's she is. Ginny's way better I still didn't like her in the books. I don't know. Guys. I mean, the books, at least she was attractive. That's true. The movies, it was like, I could be in love with a wooden board. And it would feel the same. <laughs> and it feels the same. Maybe better. <laughs> My favorite thing to think about is the no. one time in the seventh movie, you know, when he zips oh up her dress. <laughs> the, in the, in the kiss? No, the kiss. The kiss and the zipping up the, the dress. The dress where she runs to the kitchen. She's like, oh my gosh, my dress is still open. Harry, will you, will you zip, zip it up? Out? Like, stop. We can't. We can't. Hate it. We can't. We hate, hate it. it. Fire her. Yeah. She's gone. Anyways, um, so they're all going to Hogwarts and everyone's like obsessed over the fame of Harry, Hermione, and Ron still 22 years later. And guess what? I'm over it as a reader. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I don't know. It's, I just feel like every time he was like, yeah, my dad is Harry. And everyone just looks at me and hates me because of it. And like all the well, kids, that's all they talk about. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, but, get over it. Okay, well, okay. I don't know. We're if getting you, if into themes. Oh, to sorry. The... But yeah. But yeah, I feel yeah. like that was also. But if you went to school with like a famous celebrity's like like kid like that'd be kind of cool right well and the parentage like of witches is. and wizards is very important and yeah. the houses that you're sorted into it's a big deal it's a big deal and it's very in the family i mean yeah ron himself what if i get sorted into slytherin i think i might you know i have to be in gryffindor yeah right because he's and, weasley and all the weasleys yeah. are in gryffindor and the same with draco i have to be in slytherin mm -hmm. right so i am not surprised that there's pressure on these this next generation to be in the house their parents yeah. were in and so yeah and i think that's an in, it was an interesting move writing wise to put albus potter into slytherin i think that was smart and i think that works and so what ends up happening is 
we, uh, we, we, we fast forward through three or four years of Albus. We as the in, viewer. Yeah. yeah in, in, <laughs> Our reader. And so we come into his fourth year, Albus's fourth year at Harry, at, at Harry Potter World. Uh, <laughs> um, in Florida. And he, um, he gets this idea. So he overhears or somehow, I forget. Yes. He, he gets told about like Amos Diggory's uh, request of Harry to go back in time and save Cedric. He was listening in, and then Rose yeah. confirms that the time turner exists the next day. Correct. And and, and Harry has a, and before Albus leaves for Hogwarts for his fourth fourth year, Harry has a conversation with them, tries to like kind of mend the gap between them. There is a terrible gap between them. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so he tries to give him the only thing that he has of or that Harry has of his mom, which is a blanket. The blanket he was wrapped in when Hagrid dropped him yeah. off at the Dursleys. Yeah, yeah. it and, is. Harry trying to extend his love for Albus. Yeah. And Albus absolutely throws it in his face. Yeah. Yeah. And the conversation goes like this. I wish, I don't wish you dead. I wish you weren't my dad. Yeah. And Harry absolutely sees red, blows up. I sometimes wish you weren't my son. Yeah. Harry would never say that i literally think he would okay yeah he's an angry guy You're he right. is. yeah, yeah. he's an angry <laughs> he says guy all sorts of crap but <laughs> i don't blame albus i was like yeah albus i get it like, oh i'm totally a- there's so much like expectation on him yeah because like like you guys were saying where it's like yeah their parentage is so important and all this stuff and he already like can't find his way he's very lost as a person and then you have harry potter as your dad so i get what he's saying and i think harry's reaction was totally like overboard because mm. harry just should have been like sure. Let's unpack this. Why are, yeah. <laughs> what, you know, like, what about me? So, they're always looking at me. I yeah. do hate how Harry's always like, oh, uh, they're not looking at you, son. They're looking at me. Like, yeah, shut Harry, up, Harry. There's like, a, there, yes. I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. The self-centeredness in that line is they're spectacular. So, I wish we had a million hours to talk about this. <laughs> sure. Uh, the, the themes of fatherhood. Yes. Harry is trying to be a dad when he had no model mm-hmm. for oh, fatherhood. true. Mm-hmm. His one model was Dumbledore. Vernon, oh. followed by yes. maybe Arthur Weasley, followed by Dumbledore. Sirius Black was taken from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he is just feeling in the dark. He has no idea what true. he's doing. That's yeah. a good, that's he a good wants point. his children to be that's easy true. to raise and, like, no surprises. Albus yeah. throws him curveballs all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Albus, my theory is that Albus is exactly like his dad. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If Harry was, if they were like in each other's circumstances, they would be the exact same. So Albus is um, uh, ambitious, eager to prove himself, but also insecure. And he's kind of, and almost like he kind of has given up by the time he's 14. He's like, why even try to, right. to like prove other people right or wrong about me? It's just like, I am who I am. And like, you go. And honestly, you that's can, beautiful. Yeah. Like yes. he was probably the most like woke person, if you will, in the story I felt. Because, he's very self-aware. Yes. Where everyone else is like living in the past yeah. and mm-hmm. like obsessed with themselves and their image and how people see them. Even Rose, Hermione's yeah. daughter is yeah. like, look, Albus, we are famous. We can have our pick of friends right. at oh, yeah. Hogwarts. That was psychotic. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> Rose is a little, yeah. Yeah. So, so that whole setup for the main plot, I was like, to- I, again, I was like totally buying that and that conversation, I was like, yeah, like this is good i there were some there's some cheesy moments in that first part but like for the most part i was like i get where she's going with this sure and then then we run into the main plot of the story where albus gets this idea in his head 
I'm going to steal the time turner, that the one time turner that they have, and I, along with Scorpius, we're going to go back in time, and we are going to save Cedric Diggory Scorpius from is like, dying. Scorpius is like, why? Why? And the audience is like, why? Yeah. And I'm like, and <laughs> so yeah. and so they end up, they, whatever. They, of course, classic polyjuice potion. They break into the Ministry of Magic. Somehow these 14-year-olds get into this. This is all happening in one scene. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's, it's insane. Like, it's like the time. Never mind. It's, I mean, like, it's, no, but it's the, it's the exact same story, like, like, the time where in the, what is it, the the seventh book, the seventh book, they get the polyjuice potion potion. and they break into the ministry, Harry, Ron, and Hermione do that, and so, like, these people are doing the same thing, whatever, doesn't matter. The parallels are, yeah, it's It's dumb, and so, and so, uh, whatever, they steal the time turner, and they go back in time to the first task. Yeah, their idea to solve, to save Cedric is to make him not as successful in the tournament. Yeah. yeah. So that he's not, like, tied for first with Harry. Yeah. Right. At the beginning of the third task the of the Triwizard the Tournament. Task. So they go to the first task. Apologies to all non-Harry like, Potter fans who have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> they thwart Cedric's attempts to defeat the dragon. Yep. Which is nuts because... All they do is cast, they say, like, Expelliarmus, and they disarm him. And I'm like... From the audience. Yeah, yeah. and, like, what's stopping every other audience person from, from doing, doing that? that? I'm like, that's crazy. That kind of breaks... I feel like that broke the entire Triwizard Tournament. I'm like, that was way too to easy. you check your wands in at the door? Like, yeah, like, what's going on here? Like, anybody can you know? cheat. Anyway, it, whatever. It, the plot holes abound. Yeah, yeah. It, it was crazy. It was, it was nuts. It's so. psychotic. And I just think, also... They made Hermione so dumb how easy it was to get the time turner. Or oh, whatever. that was, yeah, I hate that scene. Like, that scene of just like how, you know, just finding out three riddles. And then look, the time turner is in this one book in her office. Yeah. And look, the riddles these, were easy. These three 14, 15 year old kids can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, it made Hermione stupid. And I was like, no. That's yes, correct. And did it? And I'm sorry, in a plot, well, I have a question. Didn't Harry have the time turner? Hermione, Hermione had it in the it. third book. No, no, oh. no. Oh. In that scene with Hermione and Harry, oh. Harry had it. Did he give it he, to Hermione he in that have. scene? I mean, Because yeah. I don't think... I don't yeah. think there's I, a plot hole there. Like, he confiscated it from Theodore Knott, and he completed his mission or whatever. I, I don't feel like it was it unclear, because I guess I was confused of why they... I was like, oh, maybe this is going to be the, a plot where it's like, oh, they go to Hermione's office, and it's not there, and then they would have to go to Harry's yeah, office, and that the would fact, be... The fact that Hermione they knew would, exactly where it was. The, that, that one, they knew it would be in Hermione's office. Yeah. And two, that it was there. It's like, why would it be in her office? Like, wouldn't she, like, keep it in, like, some I, magical safe or I'm whatever? reference the script here. That's fine. Carry yeah. on. Um, no. Anyway, so they get the time trip. They go back in time. It doesn't work. They go forward in time, or they figure out that they only have a very limited amount of time in the past before they get kicked back to the future. Well, and th- weren't they brought back by Ron? Sure, maybe. Anyway, so whatever. They come back to the future, and they realize that what they've done didn't work because Cedric still died. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whatever. So they so then they're like, well, obviously we'll try again. By this time, whatever. There's this whole like the they, they Albus and Scorpius have run away to do this, and so their parents are like chasing after them. Whatever. That doesn't really matter. So here we come to kind of like the last scene where Albus. N- no. Are we are we skipping a bunch? Yeah, are we I think we're skipping much? some annoying parts. I do want to scream so, about. Okay, okay, great. Albus is in the hospital with his arm broken, and Harry has this psychotic conversation with Dumbledore in a painting, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> where Dumbledore's like, 
which okay Dumbledore did have a beautiful point where it's like you're not seeing your son you're you know you're seeing how like how you want to see him how you want him to be like sure. James and I was like I respect that that was actually great advice Dumbledore sure. per usual Harry needed to Harry, hear that Harry needed to hear it and guess what Harry does mm-hmm. <laughs> you? Harry lays down the hammer where he's like I'm gonna make him into basically who I want by instructing all of these rules and telling him who he can and cannot hang out with and all of this stuff and McGonagall's gonna watch over you and know where you are 24-7 she, he gives her the Marauder's Map yes. to stalk Albus keep him away so the, from Scorpius yes yeah, yeah. because side plot Harry is, like, in the midst of looking for Albus, Harry runs into Bane, the centaur. Mm-hmm. Bane says, there's a dark cloud around your son. Harry leaps to the conclusion that the dark cloud is Scorpius. Scorpius. Which is prejudice against Draco, against that whole thing, and not, like, showing any growth in Harry at all to actually get to know a human being without just knowing their name and knowing they're evil. Like, yeah. are we not past that? Yeah. Like, that is annoying to me. Yeah. Where we're, how far we are in his life's journey, and we're yeah. like, you're still the same way? You haven't yeah. grown at all? Okay. Also in this ulterior, I mean, this parallel universe of yeah. the Time Turner activity, mm-hmm. is it Rose? Rose does not, was never born. Yes. Yeah, oh, exactly. Because That's Ron the big and Hermione thing. are not married. And because. Because. Oh. So, so there's Sorry. a, so, so basically, so it's a back to the future situation where like yes. they, they, like Albus and Sev- Scorpius come back to the future and a lot of things have changed and they're kind of slowly figuring that out like oh we we caused some unintended ripples in time by going back and disarming cedric at the first task whatever which is you know because they fall in love at the yule ball and i guess since cedric lost and they creeped her out by knowing her name and she thought it was she yeah, didn't Hermione didn't go with Crumb. She decided to go with Ron because she was mad at Durmstrang. So she goes with Ron. Ron never becomes jealous of Crumb. The lack of jealousy is the reason is they're not the together. reason they're not together. <laughs> Bull. Yeah. Uh, That's Ron funny. and Hermione are. But I guess this is rolling writing. So who am I? Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, no, but sure. This is, but the scene that pisses me off yeah. was... So Ron sees Harry, or Albus in the hospital. Albus is like, you're married to Hermione. And he's like, nah, man, I got this one girl with a Pringa or something. Or like, P- what, uh, what is uh, it? Uh, Patil. Pa- Padma Patil. Padma Patil. Padma. Who's a, who is a character? I saw yes. like they're the saying a million book. P names at one point where yeah, I was yeah. like, where are we? And What's his happening? son is named like Pig. Yes. Pushna, <laughs> yeah. I think. Anyways, Maybe. so he, <laughs> and so then Ron and Hermione later in a scene are like, you know, Albus said the weirdest thing the other day. He was like, oh, yeah. we were married. Can you believe that? And then they like were like, had oh. this moment of heat. And you're just like, JK, would you stop? All right. It was like, it was like a this. weird, it was like a weird fan service kind of scene. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, and also, yeah. And in this so alternate, and in this new alternate back to the future, bad universe, Hermione is now not the minister of magic, but she's, she's a professor, a professor. At, at, at Hogwarts now. And she's basically this bitter old maid. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's a, really it's a, mean. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a wonderful life situation. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, I was, I was really mad because I am an, I'm an avid lover of Ron and Hermione and me scenes too. like that piss me off and me i was like too. are you kidding me i digress you okay. can continue at the end i just want okay to okay so yeah so sarah has not heard the actual ending now so she doesn't know the ending and it's yes. a big cliffhanger so here we go all right so get ready I'm, so i'm not scorpius and albus go back in time again to now the second task and they try to disrupt mm-hmm. the second task through some i don't know they i don't know no, they no, no 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 it was because they were going to embarrass him because they have yeah. suffered so much embarrassment in their life that's how they know all about that if we humiliate him he can't be a winner he'll be a loser <laughs> just yeah. like us 
Okay. Sure. Continue. So they do that, I guess, and it they it doesn't work. Right. Right. Whatever happened, I don't know. It they they cast some spell. Doesn't matter. They come back to the future again. Guess who? And they're in the lake. Guess who? Pull, who guess who they encounter? As they come out of the lake. Severus Snape. No. Nope. Dolores, Dolores Umbridge. Umbridge. What? She is the headmistress of Hogwarts. What? They are celebrating what day, Catherine? Voldemort Day. Turns out. Oh my God. Turns out Harry <laughs> okay. Potter is killed at the Battle of Hogwarts. Albus doesn't exist because his father was I killed. guess Albus doesn't exist, but that doesn't really matter because whatever. So I don't know. So a new surname. So Scorpius sure. is alone. Without... Oh, Scorpius is alone. Yeah, because Albus doesn't exist because Harry Potter is dead. Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, I didn't yeah, even. Yeah, I yeah. just. Oh wow. Okay. There so it's go. just Scorpius by yes. himself. Wow. And he's like, "Where's Albus?" And Umbridge is like, "Get out of the lake. It's time to celebrate Voldemort Day. Voldemort rules the Wizarding World. Cliffhanger." Oh. End of Act Two. Blackout. My. So that's the show. Wow. And honestly, that's fitting for how, how psycho this play is. How psycho it is that it's, it's the perfect it's ending just, because it is just like so bonkers and so cheesy and stupid. It's just wild that like, yeah, like the best you could come up with is like, yeah, I think I'll combine Harry Potter and Back to the Future. It'll be great. It, it's like, what? Like, like, that's what you came up with? And the driving force is getting Cedric back. Yeah. That was crazy, and it's only because Robert Pattinson and everyone is obsessed. I'm convinced. I'm convinced because I'm, I'm convinced then, as well. I'm like, yeah, if they ever make this into a movie, if it was played by any to, other actor, they'll have to bring Robert Pattinson back, maybe, and like maybe that's why they did. I don't know. It was crazy. It was insane. I just think that like of all the plot lines you could have chosen, and also all of the ways, like if you are gonna create this wonderful Wizarding world. Why use the same methods that you have written before? You have such a great opportunity to show us like different types of magical spells, different types of magical situations. And yet here we are again with a time turner. Here we are again with like the stupid disguise thing, like the invisibility mm -hmm. cloak, the Marauder's map, like all of them. Yes, I am a sentimental person as much as like the next person, but it took away from that. Choose one and Preach. then make everything else different. Yes. yes. That pissed me off so much. I was like, yes. I hate reading about their children. I hate yes. how much like they're obsessed with themselves. Yes. And I, I don't know. I did not like it because of that. J.K. Rowling, What We Want From You is a series of books about the first war, <laughs> yes. the Marauders versus Voldemort. That yes. is what we want. That's what we Please want. make that happen. Goodbye. Signed, but, thank you. Signed your fans. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, like yeah. the, the original Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. The original Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yes. Like, instead of, even instead of like the whole like Grindelwald's war, like we don't care about Fantastic Beasts. No one Beasts. cares. No one cares. No. We want James and Lily. <laughs> Sirius <laughs> and Remus. Yes. Like, 100%. oh my gosh. Like, you can't even understand what they're saying in Fantastic Beasts half the time because God bless Eddie Redmayne, but that man cannot speak. So I have no I idea what's happening. I fell asleep. I don't know what even happens. I don't even know. And okay, I don't yeah, care. It's a big who cares. Um, <laughs> and I love Jude Law, and yet who what, cares? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jude Law's in it? He's yeah, Dumbledore. he's Dumbledore. He's young. He's young Dumbledore. Yeah. In the Ooh. second, in the second Fantastic Beast. I Beasts. love him. Oh, with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. J Depp. J Depp. J Depp is Grindelwald. In this show. Sorry. Um. Wow. Okay. So where do we start with this? Do we start like, hey, how would what? Because again, like, I don't know. Like the whole setup is fine, and then the the, the Back to the Future plot is where it leaves it. Where it, I totally got lost with it, and I was just like, nope, this is not for me. I want to list my pros of the show. Okay, great. What do you like about it? Yeah, okay. that's good. That's good. Pro, 
Harry and Albus have a disturbing re- or a a painful relationship. That totally yes. works. Absolutely, yeah. That works. Um, pro, Draco and Harry are still at odds, clashing with each other. Totally works. Yes. And they and there's yeah there's still like a, a stigma around everybody in Slytherin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, the pro- okay. So, I mean, the first scene, Harry says the line, "The Sorting Hat." takes your choice into account when you are sorted. So the theme that was all throughout the books of it's not your choice, it's not your abilities, it's your choices that make mm-hmm. you good or bad, that is very prevalent. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Totally works. Um, what else? I, I will speak to a few things. I think they could have made the relationship between Albus and Harry less cliche of a bad relationship sure. between father and son because the biggest you know, the biggest thing he said to him was like, well, sometimes I wish you weren't my son. And it's just like, yeah, I've heard this in every other. Yeah. Is this Nickelodeon or what? Exactly. I'm like, I don't know. I wanted, I think like, I didn't even, it didn't even dawn on me that like Harry's never had like a father figure. Why didn't we hear something about that in the play? Why didn't, and and it would have made us like more sympathetic towards him rather than like, you're just being kind of an asshole to your son Mm -hmm. and like not trying to listen to him at all. Um, So I think, I did like it, but I think she could have gone about it in a better way. And I think what also could have been interesting, even if there wasn't, like, still a stigma, if, like, the school was trying to combat it. Like, Mm -hmm. Hogwarts was maybe a little different and trying to be inclusive, but the students were restricting it just because of history. I think that would have been interesting. Hands down, Hogwarts is the worst school that you could ever send your kid to. Your kid is going to be turned to stone. They're going to die. They're going to be bullied for being in the wrong house. They're going to get, they're going to get like slashed open by a troll. Like it's like your kid is, don't send your kid to Hogwarts. No, but like. It's a dangerous place. It's a very dangerous place. And even when it's like people are being petrified, they're like, well, let's see what happens. Right. Yeah. Wait till someone dies, then we'll send the kids home. Right. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm just like, I think it would have been like kind of funny or interesting for us because we've seen that version of Hogwarts and it would have just been funny if like in this you know they're 20 like, years later they're trying to be better and yet people like, are kind of they're like, like hyper they're like it. hyper aware of like bullying now <laughs> yeah. and they're yeah. like wait a second no we don't want another war to come here yeah. so oh also go huge okay you can you okay there's a big point where like Minerva McGonagall is the new headmaster of Hogwarts Mm -hmm. and you can use the flu network to get into her office all of a sudden is that a thing is that a thing okay okay because the whole there was a huge like the whole point or like a big plot point around Hogwarts in the original books is that like it's so hard to get into you can't Mm -hmm. apparate into it you can't like fly a broomstick into it you can't it's impossible to get into. Okay, okay, okay. In the fifth book, they try to use the flu network network yeah. in Umbridge's office mm-hmm. to talk to Sirius. Yes, and yeah. they do so successfully, right? I don't... Oh, they do. Because they, they do. talk to a creature. Okay, so... Yeah. I feel like for professors uh, and stuff... Maybe McGonagall like, authorized her fireplace. Yeah, I guess, used. but that was just like... I was yeah. like... No. So the whole oh, so the whole plot of Half Blood Prince doesn't matter now. Guys, because... the more you poke at this play, the more it somewhat falls to treads. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Any any other good things that happened? Okay, pros. Um, I don't know. The threat of Voldemort is still looming in this show. Yes, I Harry Pot Harry's scar hurts in a dream. That was cool. That moment, I was like, I would love to see it on stage. Where it's like, when was the last time I heard it? And it was like twenty two years ago. Dun, and then dun, the scene dun. ends. Like I was like. Yeah. Honestly, the scar. I'm it. over I'm over the scar. I, I, Enough with the scar. I honestly, yeah. I was very it's it it's kinda like link. what 
I did think Ron being like, I don't know, man, you're growing older. Yeah. <laughs> Ron is that was a, funny. Uh, that was funny. Ron is funny. He's the, he's comedic relief. Yeah. But, but he's really, he's he really, he's criminally, 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 it's criminally underused for absolutely. sure. Yeah. Um, other good things. I, I, I like, I mean, oh, crazy that the, the, what was it? They're, Albus and Scorpius are trying to get off the Hogwarts Express to run away and go save oh. Cedric. And the, the trolley, the trolley lady turns into like this monster and tries to like capture them yeah, to like keep them on the train or something. Off. They could just jump off easily and yeah, nothing sure. happened. Like that was crazy. Yeah. I was like, like, whoa. What? Like. I don't know. What what thing. what happened to her like hands like her turn hands into turn knives? Her hands turn into daggers. Yeah. That Obviously. Was, that yeah. was weird. Super weird. Yeah. yeah. I was like are we are we in X-Men now or what? Yeah. Uh, but I guess maybe maybe we should be supporting JK in that moment cuz it was a change where it was oh, history and a little bit different. I think oh. I would have just made it a little bit harder for them to get off the train rather than than just them jumping. Yeah, Maybe a little fight talk, scene. Or, or like, don't even talk about it at all. It's just the fact that it's a dangerous... It's the physics it's a, of the thing. Yeah, it's a that's moving what's, train. That's what's dangerous. You, yeah. can't, right. you can't jump off a train that's going right. 60 miles an hour, you know? Other fights that didn't have to take place and were annoying to read were um, Harry and Draco's little fight in the kitchen. And then... They have, like, a huge wizarding oh, yeah, duel. yeah, they have a brawl. And Ginny is yeah. like, they like nearly, what's going on? They yeah. nearly kill them, kill each other. Yeah. Oh, For, yeah. like, no reason other than, like, living in the past. And then Ginny comes in, and then Draco's like, sorry about your kitchen. She's like, actually, it's Harry's. He does most of the cooking. And I was like, I love that we're trying to fight the that was patriarchy. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> well, Harry has a lot of moment. experience. Petunia made him cook a lot. Oh, uh, that's yeah. true. Interesting. I but he's a wizard now. Yeah. And when you cook, can't you just buck cooks? Yeah. Right. Molly Weasley just like pours soup out of her wand. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. The, I miss the Molly. Whole, the whole. Is Molly alive? I wish probably, I knew. Probably. I think so because she's like, I'm gonna tell mom, and he's like, I'm not scared of anything, but yeah. mom. And you're like, all right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, no, but I just I did hate that like that Voldemort was like the the plot. I guess like yeah. kind of an underlying plot because it does it did feel like. She just had like yeah, she has just nowhere else to go. It's like yeah, well, Let's what do you do? Voldemort. Yeah, what do you do? You bring back Voldemort again, yep. sure. Do you think in the play they get Ray Fiennes to say that? I love Ray Fiennes. He's a gem. Yeah, I his, didn't can love do his, his Voldemort. Actually. Really? I love him. Oh, I love his Voldemort. He's so good. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone else. Yeah. And so maybe I just hate Voldemort and like the way he looks. He doesn't scare me. Oh, um, okay. But oh, he does I can kind of. I I get how you could want him to be scarier. Yeah. I don't think he's like that threatening. Where it's like every time he's on screen, I'm like, okay. You remember, he's more you know. bizarre. You yeah. remember? Uh, sorry, Fran Pargett, if you're Fran, listening to this. Hi. But you remember when the fourth movie came out and she saw it like a couple times and she threw up she was so scared of oh, Voldemort yeah. okay happier memory Susie so funny. do you remember when you dressed as Filch for one of the book no way <laughs> and won the costume contest get out of here that's Good amazing yeah she had like a real cat <laughs> oh <laughs> my god and she's that. like eight years old so precious she's that's perfect so funny. That's so... She's eight years old. That's Meanwhile, so Amanda dated... This is our other cousin. She yeah. dated a potter. We were super excited because his grandfather was named Harry. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. His grandfather like, was Harry Potter. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay. But we love Devin. Um, um, other so, bad things we want to scream about. No, I thought... Gosh. You had an interesting thing where you said in the car where just in JK's... Uh, what she said... In JK, how she 
defines like witches and wizards like girls are witches and boys are wizards and yet she built this world where it's like the wizarding world of harry potter so it already starts out where it's like a male dominated society because we're putting like it's the wizards did you ever think of hermione as a witch is my question in all your years of reading and loving it or do you just consider all of them wizards oh yeah I never had a problem. I I I, just thought, I thought of I thought of Hermione as a witch. She says really? in the very first book. I mean, she, I know she has like lines about it. I just yeah. always considered them all wizards, and I think you just could have done. Oh, that. okay, okay. So when I was dreaming of being yeah. in the world, I was like, I want to be a wizard. I didn't think yeah. I want to be yeah. a witch. Yeah, That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 witches have a connotation of being right. exactly. They're evil. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and but so, wizards are like and wise like, and wonderful. Exactly. Yeah, it, oh, is, yeah. it was weird. It's just weird that like she like made that because like you don't equate those. A wizard, a wizard from a like witch. from a wizard from Lord um, of the Rings is different sure. from a witch from Macbeth. Sure. You know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, I never thought about it. Yeah. Isn't that but weird? I would That's rather just, be a wizard than a. Same. Something Same. just something I noticed Same. on this read of it yeah. that I hadn't noticed before. Funny. Yeah. Um. I just I did think of like oh so <laughs> it was just the the time turner stuff is crazy. And it just makes it even crazier that they gave Hermione a time turner in the third book. And I'm like, so you gave this 13 year old a time turner to go to classes and now they're illegal. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, whose idea was <laughs> yeah. that? Like, oh my God. I never fully comprehended that as like that was, a young, I was like, I don't even know if this does make sense it, for her to. Yeah. I mean, like it did within that world, but then I was like, yeah, it was crazy that like, I was like, so why don't we use time turners to just solve all of our problems? Like if those exist, I guess like only a limited number of them existed. So that made sense. That was, it was, it was all the, I don't know. It's all that magical item stuff, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, oh, I hated the, fl- like Harry has a, has a, has a dream of, of like the exact moment when Hagrid tells him he's a wizard. And I'm like, yeah, there was so we just so we just like see that again, and yeah, I was like, that's there, dumb. there seemed to be a lot of what is it you call when you're just like pleasing the fans? Yeah, like fan service. Okay, like, yeah. so there seemed to be a lot of that where so we just much. like relive. I mean, like the Triwizard Tournament was everyone's favorite, and we got to go back to it. And yeah. like Hagrid. you were saying, it felt <laughs> yeah, Hagrid makes an appearance because we miss him. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it kind of felt like I mean, like. So I know like Avengers Endgame did kind of the same thing where they like go back to previous movies, but like they did that like in like the best way possible. Where it was like a short like where it was twenty like, minute experience, from a... and it was like different enough yes. that like and yeah. you could see how the characters had all grown since yes. those previous movies. It was fulfilling. It was and for, funny for how for whatever yeah. reason that worked for me, and this absolutely did not. So this is my question for you guys. Yeah. Hermione and Harry and I guess Ron are 22 years older. Mm-hmm. As characters, did you like buy that these are the same people that you read about? Like, is I, this believable? I, Harry is this way. Is that believable knowing what you know about Harry as the teenager? So yes. what are the? So I think I will speak. I think Hermione, I did see growth. I felt she was kinder, but I could still see like not. Hermione's always kind but even like a gentle moment or like she was so like caring like whenever Harry was being like psycho she had like a patience for him in this play that I kind of appreciated yeah and I saw that and even though she's like boss she's ahead of him in the wizarding world you know like she's Mm -hmm. basically in charge now and yet she still has like this gentle like ness with him because he is the same person Mm -hmm. I think as far Mm -hmm. as and the worst qualities I saw the worst parts of Harry yeah. in this play and not the good ones. 
and oh, yeah, we yeah, are, what, like, are like smacked in the face with Harry's faults. Yeah, and there's yeah. none of his bravery or no. his no nobility. You, you just hear about it. It yeah. reminded me yeah. of Lion King two, Simba's pride. <laughs> Where Simba is this like bad? <laughs> He's like the, kind of this monster father. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, like who it's saw kinda, that coming? You were awesome. It yeah. borrowed. It borrowed a lot of elements from that, actually. Yeah, and like Here's, I don't know, you're left with J.K. Rowling. What are you doing? <laughs> and I feel like you're left with like that scene at the train station at the end of the seventh movie when you or in the book, you walk. You when you're reading it and you watch it, you're like. Yeah, he's going to be great. He's going to be different. And you're happy for him because you're like, mm-hmm. you, you've you worked so hard for this and now you have it and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then she just like taints that and includes it inside of the play. So you're reminded of this like sweet moment, but now it doesn't mean as much because you're like, why am I reading and watching this again? Yeah. And then he's just awful and terrible mm-hmm. to yeah. everyone, and including he's... McGonagall. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah, yeah. No. No, keeping it. I yeah, I yeah, I I, I, I can't even like deeply. I can't even like name other characteristics of Harry in this play other than he doesn't like to do paperwork and like right. he's disorganized and he's mean. Yeah, and she always was like he was always like kind of snappy and stuff and like so and... like you get that yes. whatever. And he was never good at schoolwork. Sure, right. Whatever. But you know you don't see a moment that's not about him. Like, and, he always talks about himself. And this is what happens whenever you scene. revisit, like, yeah. classic characters. It's like, like when we revisited Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi, and he's, like, this, like, this like Crotchety. grumpy old man. Like, it's really, really hard to revisit characters after they've aged. It just sucks because it's that. coming from the same mind. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't understand yeah. why so, this is happening. Yeah. You know? Right. It didn't, yeah. So just in general, reading the play, it didn't feel like my... I, I, it just wasn't what I expected. It wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. And I feel like if they had just, yeah, whatever. If they had gone somewhere else with it besides Back to the Future, it would have been better. I felt like it was a play that I would watch at Harry Potter World at Universal oh, Studios because yeah. of how cheesy it was and how fanny it, it does. was. Yes. It does. Yeah. It kind of does like. feel yes. like, yeah. Where I'm at an amusement park. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you're like, hey, remember this? You like this from Harry Potter? Yes. Yeah. Remember? Oh ooh, my gosh, good you like, yeah. comparison. You, Very good. Thank oh, you. did you like the invisibility cloak? Well, guess what? They still have it. Ooh, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. And you remember? Uh, oh, hey, wasn't that floor? What, wasn't that funny when uh, when Ron tried to drive or whatever? Like, well, now he has his driver's license. That's oh, fun. That's like, oh my you know, God. it's like it's yeah. just weird stuff like that that's in there. So whatever. Um, are we good? Um, yeah, I don't even. Yeah, and I would say for like. Uh, technical stuff of like how you produce it. You can't. I, I am very underqualified <laughs> to even talk about how I would do it this, because I have no idea. It is disappointing right. that this play. I mean, they, they wrote this in a way that it can never be produced by anybody but Broadway. Yeah. Or West End. Giant, and a rich giant budget. I mean, the changes of scene. The scenes are tiny. They're short. Yes. You're on the Hogwarts Express. There's eight scenes in They jump. Yeah. Like, do you jump off a moving train in a play? Okay. Good right. luck. Like, and no, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the 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 shortness of the scenes just made me mad because yeah. I mean it's not a movie. No, it's not a movie. It's not a novel. Like I just there was a lot of things, a lot of character development that could have been more explored, and I would have been way more intrigued in it. And I think that just what makes me sad because it doesn't give enough. If you are gonna give us characters we love, give them the credit that they deserve yeah. in what we're reading. Yeah, it's tough. 
That's all. And this goes into casting the play. Like, I didn't even want to. I, I don't want to drag my I know. favorite actors through the mud. I put literally. them in this play. I do. Yeah, right. Are we ready to cast the freaking yes, play, though? I think we're ready to cast the freaking play. So, I can't scream anymore. So, again, yeah. Oh, no. Like, I do think I do think they will make this into a movie. I'm almost positive. I probably won't see it. I probably will. I want to see it. Maybe it'll be better when you see it on stage. But yeah, the whole the Ugh. I mean, it's kind of rough that the whole plot doesn't really work for me. But do you think they were they was the desired audience the fans of the books or the yeah. fans of the movies? Oh. Am I supposed to picture Daniel Radcliffe in these this role? Because I didn't. I did just because I that was my default Harry Potter, but I actually didn't because I've seen a picture of the cast of the West End and oh. I knew they cast Hermione as like a black actor, which I was like totally oh yeah that's right awesome yeah I've seen and a lot of fan art where Hermione is black yeah it's very cool and I'm into it and because... so I kind of thought about that okay yeah yeah so I don't know that's a good because I think their ages I mean you're very aware that they're like older so I think I had a hard time like. What would Emma Watson look like when she's 40? And Gorgeous. That's hard. Yeah. Sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A queen, because she is. Oh, my gosh. I, re- I rewatched the movies, uh, like, all in a row at the beginning of October. And I used to hate Emma Watson because mm-hmm. I wanted to be her, and I was convinced I could be a better Hermione than she was. Interesting. But going back, and as an adult, I'm watching a child play Hermione, and I, she is adorable. Yeah. She's great. She's she is so precious. She and, like, that. all the way up through the last movie where she's being... That was lucky casting. Uh, absolutely that was like oh my gosh. a miracle yeah they lucked out yeah with her. yeah oh she i thought she was great except in the fourth one really interesting i she i did, don't remember i her. don't think she's great Wait. in the fourth interesting remind me that was that's, the that's the goblet, of yeah, yeah. goblet of fire you didn't I, like her at the yule ball her dress was the wrong color i'm sorry it's supposed to be blue a harry potter expert well, coming in hot all right you know what she did look flawless though in that little periwinkle purple whatever magenta dress <laughs> it was too frilly for hermione hermione's classier than frills okay wow that's Sorry. yeah and hot it takes, does have kind takes. of a complex because like you know she's wearing something that's not her personality and then ron falls in love with her in that moment that's kind of rough right so it wasn't that way in the books wow oh I didn't think about that. <sighs> All right, who should we start with for casting? So we're going to not do everybody. Should we start with Ginny? Sure. And Drake? Yeah. Ginny and Draco? Ginny's name has not come up uh, barely at all. She's and like an okay character in this. I, I liked her great. more than I've ever, so. She's the editor of the sports section of the Daily Prophet. Which, yeah. what? Why? Sure, why? No, she was good at Quidditch. She was? Okay, yeah, that's yeah, right, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah. like her one. She was like really good at Quidditch. Yeah. yeah she, she oh, good, she, I mean, yeah. She was a great chaser. She's a chaser. Yeah. Played Seeker one time, beat Cho Chang. I'm Cho Chang was a Seeker? So impressed with you. <laughs> Dude, yes. Dang. Okay, ready? All right. Jenny. All the- okay, so Jenny. I cast, because I don't really like Jenny, um, and I'm so sorry, but I it's did okay. cast Carrie Mulligan. Me too! Oh my god, really? Yes. That's amazing. Oh. I have a picture of her with yeah. red, short hair, and she just is Jenny. Oh my god. Get out of here. So yes. funny. Wow. Um, okay, so here it is. Ginny Weasley, my Whoa, yeah, 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 yeah. I can totally see it. Absolutely, yeah, so yeah. like she almost kind of looks like Molly Weasley, and I think she that's really does. Fitting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Well, with she's us. A, she's gonna be great. Yeah, You're yeah. gonna be great, Carrie. Yeah, I love yeah, you. Yeah, we're happy Good work, for you guys. Well, uh, say hi to Marcus. I've got I've got Jodie Whittaker, who is uh, the current Doctor Who, and she was in Broadchurch. She's the mom in Broadchurch. Oh my gosh, Sarah. I do like her a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But I'm going to choose uh, 
Carrie Mulligan because we great. Both that's chose fine. Her. Yeah, that's that's. I got when does that happen? There. But I love Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, I think she's great. I think yeah. she's a great actress. Catherine is shaking her head. She hates it. No, I just don't know who she is. Sure. I don't watch Doctor Who. Sorry. Yeah. No. Neither. Well, yeah, we found her on Broadchurch. As this gal. Yeah. She's, she's very pretty. pretty. Yes. She's uh, one of my things in casting this was I, if if I had a problem with like, never. Mm. One of while I was casting this, I really tried not to go supermodel, good looking, oh. because I never pictured Harry or Ron right. or Hermione as super good looking. Right. Sure. They're so, normal kids, and they're going to be normal looking adults. Yeah. True. No, that's true. true. Okay. I feel that. It's just hard because like basically every actor is good looking and actress is good looking. Not if you take away all their makeup. True. True. Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood makes them prettier. That's all right. Yeah. Draco. Draco. This was hard because I don't really know, but uh, should I? I'll, you can go. say yours. Uh, my guy is, uh, he's a Game of Thrones guy, but he's Nicolaj Coster Waldo. Uh, he plays Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones. Um, and I don't really feel strongly about it because he's, I, I love his character in Game of Thrones, but. He looks like Draco. He's got sharp features. He's very, very sharp features. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, him, that's my guy. So I, I think I cheated a little bit. I chose Tom Felton. I loved his Draco. He Malfoy. is a great Draco. He's you incredible. definitely cheated, but it's okay. Uh, it's cheating. But, you know, he'll be the appropriate age someday. And uh, I'm looking at a recent picture of him from his from Tom Felton's Instagram. And he just screamed. I mean, he He's is perfect. Draco. Yeah, that was, that was great casting. And I did. And I almost cast uh, whoever Lucius, whoever plays Lucius Malfoy. Oh, yeah. Mm, he was I, great, too. He was he great. Was fantastic. Whatever his name He's is. Gonna be, He's a oh, great actor yeah, yeah. aside from Harry Potter. But. So my husband's take on it was Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love that. That would be great. Because uh, in, uh, what's it? In, in, in the Potter very Potter musical, musical which she played better by production than this. Yeah. Yeah, she's play- Harry- Sorry. Malfoy is played by a girl. It is so funny. So funny. <laughs> so perfect. So I chose another Tom. I chose Tom Hiddleston. Good. Yeah. Because he's just like. For sure. Yes. You love him, but he can be evil. As yes. Tom Hiddleston with bleached blonde hair. Yeah. What would that look Wouldn't like? Wouldn't that be powerful? That'd be oh crazy. my gosh. He- yeah. No, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Though I go with Tom Hiddleston for yes. sure. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Do we do the little babes? Uh, like Scorpius do... or Delphi or whatever. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about Delphi. She's a side character. She doesn't really matter. But yeah, we she, don't have to she, do You her. could c- totally cut her out of the play, and I don't think it would make a difference, honestly. Honestly, the weirdest part about it is he's like a fourth year in school, which I don't know what does that make him like fourteen, and she's like twenty and helping him out, and then like you're kind a of little, they're supposed to like be a in little love. crush develops. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. And I don't know. It's just. She's like not in school. She's not a part of their scene, and then their love thing comes out of nowhere, and you're like, "How did we get here?" I yeah. thought you're just helping them out. Yeah, I don't know. Be weird. I did cast Delphi. I chose Letitia Wright. Ooh, I love her. Great. I love that. She I, she's from what? She's a Shuri in Black Panther. She's incredible. Yes. She's great. You win. I she's chose great. someone stupid because I thought the Delphi character was stupid. I chose Lily Collins because I recently watched Emily in Paris, and <laughs> that's right. Great. So when reading the first. I thought Delphi was going to be a bigger role, so I yeah. cast her right away in my head. I love that. No, that's a good, She's that's incredible. A good casting. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, um, ju- the character might not warrant such an incredible person. Yeah. yeah. But maybe, who knows, Act 3 and 4, Delphi comes yeah, back. Yeah, we, don't we, know. We, we, we actually haven't read it, so we don't know. You know, because it's a two-night event. I didn't cast Delphi, so. Okay. Well, Catherine wins. For sure. Thank you. All right. Scorpius. 
Scorpius, little Scorpius. So we kind of like were like tough because like we don't know any child British actors, and this kid needs to be like about fourteen ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were so Sarah and I might have cast like like British actors or just as younger kid children. actors that might not be kids. Yeah, I succeeded in casting a child. All right, who I, you got? I did as well for one of them. Oh, Continue. I did. Let's do Scorpius. Oh, so Scorpius is this amazing kid. He's funny. He's like endearingly vulnerable. So sweet. Oh my gosh. So I, I chose a little known actor, maybe, but I chose Louis. Sorry, Louis Ashbourne Circus. Um, he was the main character in The Kid Who Would Be King. Oh, movie about, I heard that was like not that bad. It was very, I watched it on a plane. Nice. It was a good plane movie and he was adorable. Sure. And he's, I don't know, he's Gollum's son, which kind of plays into, are oh, you Voldemort's he son? He is so perfect. Yeah. He's, oh, he's Andy Serkis' he's son. He's Andy Serkis' son. Oh, oh wow. That's crazy. That's incredible. Yeah. He's, I thought he was great and I think he would be a good son. Oh, he would. Oh my gosh. Great. I, I chose Noah Schnapp. So I, I know him? I cast him as uh, Albus. Albus. Yeah, I was just, he's wow. not British. I broke the no, rules there. No, he's not. Wavelength. Yeah. Learn an accent. But like, I, yeah. He, Who is this You know, kid? he's so sweet he and he would is, feel so bad um, if you made fun of him. He's Will. Stranger Things. In Stranger, Stranger Things. Things Will. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. He's just oh, like, precious. when he gets made fun of, you feel like awful. Yeah. And he's like turned into this teenager yeah. who can totally play up the angst. Oh, sorry. We're doing Scorpius, though. Yes, Scorpius. This is Scorpius. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I think... That makes, wait, who that did you works. cast as Scorpius? Uh, that doesn't matter. It was uh, it was Paul Bettany, but as a young <laughs> child. <laughs> the blonde hair. Yeah, that's how I, that's where I got that it. I don't know. That's awesome. That's funny. Um, but I don't think that works. Paul I think... Bettany as a young child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, my gosh. That's incredible. I don't even know what he looked like as a kid. So, um... <laughs> I don't even... Wait, so... I think you win. Well, who, who? was your Albus? Wait. Well, okay. Who? Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, we're talking. I'm getting confused now. Louis Ashbourne Circus or Noah Schnapp. Yeah. Schnapp. Oh. Schnapp. So like- you had Noah Schnapp as Albus. I yes. did, but but we're not, we're ignoring that right yeah. now. And you had Noah Schnapp as Scorpius. Scorpius. And we're casting Scorpius. So we're no casting we're casting Noah Schnapp somewhere. Yeah. Maybe. I, Maybe I haven't heard Sarah's like. Albus Albus yet. I. I did it mostly off of angst, more than anything. Okay. But let's—I think we should choose yours for because he does—he looks so like sweet, uncoordinated, charming little fellow. Yeah. It's you like know? we were talking, we were comparing Scorpius to Neville. Yeah, and he does look like If you were to Neville. cast Louis in the original films or something, he would be a great Neville. Yeah, so yeah. that kind of works. Yeah, I totally see that. He's so cute. Oh my gosh, and he's already a British little star. So let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Great. He's the proper age. Proper age. What is that from? Oh my gosh. Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, uh, next we've got, we'll do what? Oh, um, the other kid, Albus? Yeah. Okay, Albus. So, I, go. Okay. I did uh, a, a young, a very young Benedict Cumberbatch. A young mm. Bendy Boo Cabbage Patch. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I mean, he's See an amazing that, actor. See how that what works can, out. Okay, so I'm going to Google as a child. Okay, what did he look like? Because I kind of like, because he does have like sharp features. He's, he kind of de- is described as like sallow at points. So, I don't know. That could okay. work. Yes, yes. So there's this image of him. He's probably... 16, eight, maybe. Yeah, yeah, 16. He's, he's very Albusy. Yeah. So use the time turner. To come to get Benedict Cumberbatch from his youth. Oh 
He's I would have been in love with him, yeah, wow. even though. <laughs> I, don't know, I think he looks kind of like the wolf kid in um, A Christmas Story. <laughs> the, the bully. Scott Farkas? Scott Farkas. <laughs> Actually, I've I always that. Bend a bit. Bendy's boo. Cabbage. 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 All right, what you got? All right. Sarah. I chose a child River Phoenix, mostly because he uh, looks. Who is that? He's Joaquin Phoenix's older brother who died. Whoa! Okay. But he was like Whoa. super talented wow. child actor like back in the day. But okay. like this is him or cute. whatever, like model guy, cute mm-hmm. and yeah, interesting. And he just would bring the angst slash the heroism I was looking for in Albus. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how do how do how do we choose? I I do like Noah. I like Benedict. I like Benedict. And I, you haven't given me one yet, so. You can have Benedict. Yay! Have yeah. we, we will concede because you have not won one yet. <laughs> it was a close call. I would have chosen Noah, I think, though. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll have him fight for it. Wizarding Is Benedict we'll have, yeah, a grown man in this fight? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also Doctor Strange and Sherlock at the same time. So. Yeah. Whoa. Um, okay. Here okay. we go. What else? Who, who else we got? Ron. 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 Okay. I love my, my Ron. My choice is psychotic, and I'm excited about <gasps> what it. What do you got? I chose because it's only because of this play. It's not. This is how I don't view Ron like this, but this is how he comes across in, in this the play. play to me. Yeah. I chose Seth Rogen. Get out of here! Yes. <laughs> because he's just like a bumbling, like joking idiot. That is hilarious. Because in the play, there's a Polyjuice Potion moment uh, where Albus turns into Ron. And he's like, Ron's got kind of a gut. gut. Yeah. And sorry, he Seth hides it Rogen. well. Yeah. But you do. Yeah. God love you. Um, for That's me, so there was no other choice but Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason, yeah, oh, but he's such a good he's actor. So good, and uh, I don't know if he's. Yeah, he is. He is. He's fantastic. I. I love. He's him. one of my favorites. And he's he is an adult Ron. It's weird that he played Ron's brother. In oh, the that's movies. right. He was Bill. Yeah. He was Bill. Um, but does Bill die? No. 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 Nope. No. Man, criminally underused in those movies, though. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Bill's sh- never really in the books, I guess, but. Not very much, at least. At least they put him in the They movies. put him in the movies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That was great. <laughs> Martin Freeman, in an interview one time, is like, are you even a British actor if you're not in Harry Potter? <laughs> and he, he's not in Harry Potter. He's like, I feel like totally left out. And though, so did, uh, who was it? Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. They were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, yeah, everybody got called. Me and Patrick Stewart? Not one phone call. <laughs> <laughs> not one. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, that was so great. Who okay, uh, Ron is <laughs> Ed Sheeran. <laughs> okay. Why do you keep trying to cast Ed Sheeran? I think this I don't... is the second time. Rupert Grant no. and Ed Sheeran look alike. They do yes, look alike. That was the only. That's the only reason. And they, and actually, Rupert you Grant. Did it last they. Time. I did. Well, Ed Sheeran yeah. was really good in. It's funny. The Beatles movie. Um, I, I haven't yeah, yeah. seen it yesterday. It's, and I also, mean, he's really good. He plays himself. Yeah, it's yeah. also it's also funny <laughs> it's because charming. Rupert Grant plays Ed Sheeran in yes. a in an Ed Sheeran music video, and it's yes. really funny. Oh, and like for funny. a lot a long time, you're like, wait, isn't that Rupert Grant? And then it's like, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so just like quietly cast Ed Sheeran and like let the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, out. wait, isn't is that, that Ed Sheeran? <laughs> no. uh, be, yeah. And so Seth Rogen versus Ed Sheeran versus, versus Donald Gleeson. I mean, honestly, Donald Gleeson. I love him too much. Incredible. Yeah. It's Donal. We have to choose him. It's Donal? It's, it's not Donal? Yes. It's Donal like Tonal. Donal. Donal Gleason. Gleason. Yeah. Got it. His name's always so complicated. Okay. Yeah. Criminally under... He's a great actor. I hate I, what they did to him in Star Wars. 
but he was really good. Oh, yeah. He was. Uh, the he character, was. but he, oh, he, he was, was good. Yeah. And then About Time. Are you kidding? Oh, uh, thank you. He is Ron in About Time. time. Yes, yeah. it's true. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. And he has red hair. It's perfect. perfect. It's perfect. All right. Hermione. I you need I someone. hate my Hermione, but okay. I'll I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I'm not a fan. I I chose Felicity Jones. I chose her too. No way. Okay, never mind. Trash talking. I love it. Shoot. Enjoy. I'm sorry. I can't stand Felicity Jones. No, I can't. I don't love her. I don't love her. I was just looking at like British actresses, and I think she has like, she's like a strong. She could. She, she could definitely scene. do it for yeah. sure. So that's all. Who did you choose? I chose a rando. Nice. Um, you guys remember Downton Abbey? Yeah. Yes. I chose Lady Sybil, aka Jessica Brown Finley. She's good. I I I don't. I think she. Was... She's the one who is like a nurse or whatever, right? Yes. Okay. And she's pretty <laughs> without being drop dead gorgeous, and she's... she okay. has this great raspy voice. Anyway, you're, you're killing I, it. Yeah. I love her, I and I love that. Hermione, so I had to choose. Interesting. She's I a little. That. She's on the young side. She's only yeah. thirty-one, and these car- these guys are supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean young. Felicity, whatever. She's. I mean Felicity's thirty-seven, so she's like the exact right age. Yes. But, um, what do we think? I wish we could cast a poll. I know a Polish oh, that's person. A good idea. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. It, maybe um. on this one we could we could put it on the story See, and Catherine, be like you decide. Catherine, you can oh. cast Polish people if you want. <laughs> it's not like a huge deal. Right? Cast a poll. You won't succeed on Broadway. <laughs> You'll never, you'll never see it reach Broadway if you cast a poll. Okay. We're totally. Who do we fine. got? Who do we um, got? I guess Fel- should we go with Felicity? Or you don't do you have want- to. I mean, I don't know. No, Jessica Brown Finley. But we both cast Felicity Jones. Yeah, me is and it, Sarah. Is so that is that automatic? Is that an I automatic think that's cast? That's kind of what happened with. That is. With Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. Yeah, yeah, wow. That was perfect. Wow, we're like really in sync today. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that was in sync more of a British actress. (laughs) Yeah, true, true. That was necessity. Yeah, I thought of Keira Knightley and I thought of like the quintessential British. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I I would not cast Keira Knightley as Hermione. No, she's not. I'm not going to walk through the field. (laughs) Yeah. In the the small set. And then Orlando Bloom is Oh, I'm pretty tall. I'm pretty tall. Who's pretty tall? Not me. Queen Mr. of the Darcy. Um, um Yeah, so we're not going to cast Gary Knightley. I think we should put this on the Instagram stories and let people decide. Okay. And release the results. That'd be fun. Okay. Love. All right. All right. Harry. Harry Potter. Who gets re- Who does takes Daniel Radcliffe's place? Which, honestly... Daniel Radcliffe is not a bad actor, but... You not know. great. Average size I, shoes to fill. Yeah, I <laughs> would... I would like to see him return to the role in the movie. And see what he does with it. But anyway. In the movie? I know exactly yeah. what he would do with it. Okay. He's he's pretty like, he doesn't leave you guessing, you know? Remember when we kind of met him? Remember when we Catherine. kind of met him and yeah. he he hates me. Yeah. Dan- so we, Daniel we, Radcliffe we legitimately saw, hates me. We saw him on stage in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. He was hilarious. It was <laughs> great. Great Amazing. show. Yeah. Super fun. Yeah. Uh, and it was a musical and it was like, Daniel Radcliffe can sing? Weird. It was a really weird, like, like, why is he in this? It but, was surreal. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. So we waited outside the stage door and, with a lot of other fans, oh, yeah. and we were really close to, like, the, the line. And um, he comes out in his baseball cap, and I give the girl in front of me, like, a, a shove. Yeah, you do. I'm trying to you get his away. autograph. I got carried away, swept up in the moment. 
Daniel Radcliffe looks me in the eye, a withering stare, like, you are the person that I can't stand oh, no. being around. So oh. Daniel Radcliffe has seen me, and he hates me. <laughs> and he didn't sign your thing, did he? Oh, no. No? No, 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 no. I'm so sorry. Sad. It's okay. I, I deserve it. I will say I would have... Like, Daniel's my least favorite of the company of Harry Potter. Oh, really? Right. I have no problem with him as Harry Potter, honestly. I, I he, feel like that's the wrong stance. Okay. Great. <laughs> He's just short. And Harry's supposed to be very tall and lanky. But anyway, here we go. Oh, they couldn't control that. that. Is, yeah, they couldn't control that. Dude, yeah. no, you're wrong. Ron is tall and lanky. They're Harry both tall is and lanky. Sh- no, Harry is not tall. He's on the skinny side. He grew up in a closet. He's, um, also, He's always been small for his... Oh Age. really? Yeah, and like Dudley's. I thought they like the runt sh- of the litter. I thought they like, they, but he like gets way taller as the as, obviously as it goes. There on. is no place where it says, and now Harry's tall. Ron is tall. Harry is at Got the it. most average. Okay, sorry. Never mind. I'm sorry. wrong. Harry Potter expert. Here we go. Who's replacing Daniel Radcliffe? I've got Andrew Scott. Oh from, my gosh, you know he I love is, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He is. Uh, so he plays Moriarty in uh, in the in the Sherlock I series. I would watch the heck out of that. He plays. I don't know. He's just been in a bunch of stuff lately. He's, he's perfect. No, he was the hot priest in. Hot priest. Um. Oh my gosh. Fleabag. Fleabag. Great actor. He's incredible. Very huge range. He's so talented. Yeah, yeah. He's so funny. He's so charming. He can be evil. He can be kind. And he's of I average height. Him. Catherine, he's five eight. Yeah, wow. That is the Dang key. it, Will. Keep, what is yours? Oh, uh, well, I really like that choice. Yeah, I okay. love that choice. So my choice is random, random. Uh, Julian Great. Ovenden. Wow. Who is that guy? Such a British name. Yes. He played, um, what was his name? Downton Abbey, one of Mary's suitors. Charles Blake. He played Charles Blake in Downton Abbey, and wow. I always loved him. Oh, he's hot. <laughs> he's hot. He is. One of Mary's suitors. Yeah, she. Which one? Which after uh, after one, her after, husband dies? After Matthew How much dies. How down the Abbey have you watched? Uh, after so, Matthew died, I didn't watch it. Charles Blake, I believe, <laughs> should have been Mary's oh, love, okay. Okay. but he kind of like took himself out of the running. Oh, oh, okay, mentioned. yeah. So I watched four, I watched four seasons. So okay. I, I I remember him. He looks good in glasses. Uh, and Downton Abbey didn't explore much of a range for him, but I believe he could do it. Sure. It's okay. He's Great. kind of a random choice. No. Who was I respect I chose David Tennant because I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, great. He's a I great think guy. he's also very also talented. had also had a minor role in a previous Harry Potter yes, film with the tongue. Yeah. Um, Barty his... Crouch Jr. Yes. <laughs> so that's what I just remember him being like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he seems old. How old? He's fifty. Okay. Okay. So yeah. is Andrew Scott though. Yeah. I think but Andrew's just. Okay. Andrew Scott looks a little I younger. I think you should win. Like, yes. I love Andrew Scott. I That's do love good, David yeah. Tennant, but I think Andrew Scott, I would, he would, like, he he would, would be more he would charming it. with he would it. it for yeah. sure. Wow. Definitely. Dang. All okay, right. we have our cast. That's the, that's the freaking play there, guys. That is the freaking play. Um, Well, Catherine, what are you, we're going to transgress into our next segment. What are you watching? What yeah, are you what reading? you watching? What are you, what you listening read? to? Okay, um, <laughs> Wes, my husband, and I have gotten into Monk recently because nice. Tony nice. Shalhoub, yeah. I think, yeah. he he is our, we love him. He's phenomenal. He is hilarious and so good. 
So we're watching Monk and we love it. Amazing. Yeah. I have only seen a few episodes because it was, it was like early 2000s. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I do, I find it really charming when I good watch show. it. Yeah. Good show. It's very good. I support. Yep. It's great. Lily. Nothing. Really. But too busy. Too busy. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it's I been just kind like, of a crazy I, time. Have I been watching? I guess we watched like Criminal. Yes, on, it's this on, British show. On Netflix. That's good. You felt I, asleep the other night. Yeah, but I don't it love is it. Really, okay, I really like it Um, because British actors, as we scream, are so talented and they can make storytelling so compelling even if it's like one character giving a monologue for like an hour about what's happened, what mm-hmm. crime they're trying to figure out. You know, it's like, it's so, it all takes place in one room in this TV show in like the interrogation room and the acting is just like incredible. Yeah. Um, and it's like a mystery kind of like, you don't know the true crime. They figure it out by the end of each episode, yep. but like, it's just within that talk, they figure it out. Yeah. Um, we also watched the movie us, which was pretty good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It was spooky. A little spooky. Huh? A little spooky season. Um, I'm currently reading, uh, Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine, which is a British novel. Is that, um, is that completely fine? No, she's not completely fine. <laughs> um, but it I, is the book, though. Oh, yeah. I really like the book. I mean, it took a little bit to get into because she's one of those characters. She's like, you know, where she she's like, I don't need anyone. I just need myself. And I have my routine. And she almost seemed like she just like had a lot of social issues. And I was like, where is this going? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm into this. And then it was a little slower to develop. But you realize she has like a rough relationship with her mother because something took place in her childhood. And she doesn't even know, like what it was so you're kind of slowly figuring that out with her and then this like guy Raymond is like really kind to her and kind of teaches her how to be like a part of society because of like her childhood was like really really rough so that's why she's kind of like weird type a type person so it's really good I haven't finished it yet but I read like over 100 pages at work the other day because it was really boring at work and and it actually helped me get through like an eight hour day so I'm forever grateful love those books yeah love those yeah so I highly recommend um it takes a little bit to get into but once you're there you're like okay let's see Great. Let's, see what, let's go on this journey together so um, yeah do we get into sorry did I cut you off no you're fine so do we get into our three questions? Let's get into our three questions. All right. Catherine, um, what's our first question? I don't remember. Is it like, oh, what's your crush, Catherine? I've been thinking. I, I listen to the podcast. I'm a, She's a fan. I'm an She's avid a fan. fan. So my crush is I'm listening. So I listen to a radio station in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. And every now and then, it's a very serious station. It's mm-hmm. EWTN. Like, this is serious, serious radio. Serious stuff, yeah. But every now and then there's a commercial for a doctor's practice. And wow. the Whoa. doctor's name specific. I, I love it. The doctor's name is Dr. Bimbo Petrie. <laughs> <laughs> that is my crush. <laughs> I, love I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that what? Yeah, I've heard of that doctor <laughs> because of radio commercials in Omaha. I've been laughing about it for Dr. like a month. Dr. Bimbo Petrie. <laughs> I couldn't even go to That's a doctor weird. like that. I, I would just I know. be like, do you know what Can you're I doing? Can I see your license? <laughs> yeah. Are you a real person or are you a sock oh, puppet? Oh, You should change your name. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, wow. Well, Great. who's your crush? Follow that up. <laughs> um, I, I don't have one. Do you have one? Sorry, well, I I, I'll just, think of one. No, you're fine. I was just thinking um, how good acting is my crush and how it's hard to find and watch. But I did, there was this one moment in Criminal 
where, and I was telling Will about this and I was obsessing, so I don't even know if it'll come across how much it meant to me, but there was, these two characters were sitting on the stairs and it was this simple moment. They're, they're kind of into each other, but it's only hinted at throughout like the episodes. It's not like highlighted at all. And the guy says, you know, um, Alan bought that jacket to impress you. And she just like looks at him and then they just have this like stare. And then you think like maybe something happened and obviously someone breaks it up, but British people just do it better where it was so subtle and you were just, I was so suspended in that moment and like Will was asleep and I was like, oh my God, I haven't watched something that was like so simple and perfect like on TV in a while like that. Like you see that in like plays and stuff, but when yeah. like that kind of acting it trans like translates, it yeah. just melts my heart and I love it. So that's my crush. Great. That is the most specific crush. I know. Yeah. I mean, Bimbo Petrie, but then. Bimbo Petrie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bimbo Petrie. Yeah, we're very into specific crushes this week. Uh-huh. William. My crush is, I don't know. Oh, oh, how about, okay. My crush is a, a new a new jacket that I have. Hey. And I really like my new jacket. It's a, it's kind of a light brown, and it's uh, it's nice. It's kind what of a, it's kind of a, quarter, it's kind of a corduroy. It's kind of a corduroy. so good. We bought it for our Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> What's your Halloween costume? It's. it's a surprise. Damn it. We'll give you pictures. Well, it's Maybe it's better if we just don't I, describe it. I think it's better if we don't because really it's indescribable. <laughs> I have to change my crush. My crush is my baby girl's yeah. Halloween oh. costume. What's Eliza? Oh my gosh. She's going to be a mad scientist. Yes. She, <laughs> guys, she has glasses. She's precious 11-month-old with glasses. And she's oh. going to be a mad scientist because her hair is crazy. She has so much hair. Oh yeah, my gosh. So we're going to stick it up and we bought a lab coat. Oh, I Stop. can't. She is our sweet little goddaughter, and we are absolutely in love. Yeah. Eliza, she, yeah, her glasses are purple, and they, like, fit on her face so wonderfully, and I love her. She's so cute. Love her. I love Great. her. Um, that's a fantastic crush. Yep. Thank you. Uh, both crushes were phenomenal. <laughs> um, Catherine, do you feel hot today? Okay, I'm going to go with no, I don't. I respect that. Okay. Tell us hey. more. I don't know. Freaking, we're, we've been doing um, Whole30. And oh yeah we're in the middle of it so but we went on this vacation like to kansas yeah. city yeah Woo! and we broke the diet yeah, yeah that's hard. fudge that's brownie from jack stacks and i Ooh, don't jack stacks is real good jack stacks phenomenal yeah. yeah don't feel hot cool. the next day so hey don't even worry oh about it's it. cool yeah it's no, cool i'll be back i'll be back it'll be back <laughs> yeah we'll feel hot we'll feel hot once again we'll feel yeah. hot. <laughs> it's okay Will, do you feel hot today? Um, I feel okay, kind of like I feel lukewarm, I guess. I just need to shave and like, and then, then I'll feel hotter. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy for you. Yeah. How do you feel, Sarah? Do you feel hot? I do not. Um, I had a, like, yesterday was like a really long day. You know, it's just like tech week of a show. It gets like really exhausting. And so it's just like coming off of that. So it's like, you know, you just feel drained. But then also yeah. face masks. Everyone wear a face mask. I totally support it. I'm just saying it's causing my skin to like break out and dries it out. And it's just, I'm not one, I am blessed with pretty good skin that does not break out as often. Yes. And so it's just, it's just like a new territory for me and I hate it. That's sure. all. You know, no one looks hot in a face mask. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. You don't. And, but Your what it does to you after. I do, I do notice that it makes people's jawbones look stronger than they are and then they take it off and you were like, Oh, you actually have a very round face, but the the, <laughs> the, the, the mask hides it. Because I'm so used to, because like all my students, 
Yes. I don't really know what they look like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they'll sometimes yeah. take it off, and I'm like, oh, your face is a lot rounder than I pictured it. Yeah. It's Amy Coney Barrett looked like Bane from The Dark Knight. She did. She did, actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on, wait, what? She's the confirmation the, the, hearings for the for, Supreme Court. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yes, yeah, she, like, yeah, she looks kind of crazy. A black face mask and just, yeah. like, deadpan. She looked like Bane. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's> <sighs> uh, Catherine? Will. Are you mad at me? I miss you. Aw, I miss you too. (laughs) Um, Will and I are like a year and a half apart. Two, a year and a half apart. Yeah. We're uh, and like the best. Our siblings, like the four of us, we're just like four best friends. Yeah. And uh, Omaha and Kansas City are very close. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, but we just haven't been able to get up there for a while. It's been so a busy glad. fall. Don't we're glad, worry. We're glad. We're yeah. glad you came down this weekend. Oh, super I know. glad. I was looking forward to it. Don't know what I'm. What is next to look forward to? <laughs> Guess An- Thanksgiving. And- Andrew's wedding. And Andrew's wedding. Yep. 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 Love. Sure. That was sweet. <laughs> I'm not mad at Sarah. Uh, we no. vibed hard <gasps> on Carrie Mulligan. We did. Wes is here. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah. I am not mad at you, Catherine. Will, I'm not mad at you. I have gotten over your terrible planning skills. Cool. I cool, love cool, you. Cool. Uh, I love you, too. Yeah, Sarah, I'm not mad at you. Uh, Catherine, I miss you, too. We miss each other. It's not a mad feeling. No. Um. You know who we also love? We also love... Catherine's husband, Wes. Wes! We He's here. Say he hi, Wes. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I am here with you a friend. Nice... Dude, do that again. Hi, everyone. You've got a nice, ra- You've got a nice radio voice. Uh, oh. Oh, no. Thoughts for your thoughts. Wes, you know, we thought of you the other day. Why? Because every time we're furniture shopping or come across, like, a bed or something, oh, we yeah. always think of... Have a duvet, which was that requires a lot of context. <laughs> yes, yeah. Wes, please describe your dream real quick, and this is what we will finish on because it is a fantastic story. Yikes! Um, <laughs> so I had a dream that I don't even remember the dream oh, that all oh, that well. Okay, Catherine will tell about my dream. Wes had a dream that he walked into my mother's house and my mother was getting ready for the Queen of England to make a visit. And so everything had to be perfect. And um, something about like having good manners in front of the Queen and mom was demonstrating for us how to have good manners in front of the Queen. So she gestures grandly and says, take a duvet and like flops on the couch, uh, props her face on her elbows. Take a duvet. And that is what my husband dreams of. Yeah. (laughs) I just love it so much. I don't even think I knew what a duvet was before you told us because I was so Well, that doesn't make sense. A duvet is a bedspread. I know. Right. It was powerful. Um, Anyways. And with that. Wes is fantastic. Catherine, you are fantastic as well. Thank you so much. HP for life. HP HP for for life. life. Die hard fans. And we We... scream because we care. (laughs) Will we do part two? I think we should. Yeah. I I mean, we've got to read it and we'll. Yeah. And we'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah, And we'll have you back because that's a perfect cliffhanger type thing. Yeah. Will Scorpius. Whatever. Save Save the the day. day From Voldemort returning. God, that sounds like a terrible VHS it's a terrible, movie. It's, oh my <laughs> so, we love you guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll see, we'll, we'll see you next time. <laughs> we love you on good night.